Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats at this time. The award ceremony is about to begin. This is the fresh episode of Real Rotten. Normally the podcast where you watch movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. I have a new tagline for the podcast, by the way. The definitive podcast for movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Definitive. The I, definitive. I really like the, the the dedication. A lot of D words. Yeah, starts starts next week, because this week is the only time we don't talk about the bad... Well, we will talk about the bad ones, but uh, the only time where we get to talk about the good ones, the fresh episode of the <laughs> year. I'm Nick, and that's Steven. Hey. And we are being joined by our number one guest of all time. Yeah, who's better than both of us combined in regards to movie IQ. We're not talking Kyle. We're not talking Alex. They can go jump in a ditch. Champion of the podcast, Mike is in studio with us. Mike Chenard, hello. Hello, friends. It's for the kids. It's good to have you here. Um, Let's get it out of the way. How many movies did you watch in the last year? I I had to watch one today to get the 150 threshold. Wow, 150 across that 150 Rubicon. Congratulations. And that's from January. Did you know they made 150 (laughs) movies last year? Yeah, they did. Not necessarily cinematic releases. Correct. Well, yeah, now there's no such thing. Uh, We'll talk about that. But first, Kyle's also here. Hello, Kyle. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Kyle. What's up, Kyle? Whoa, what is up? You watched one movie last year. One, well, let's clarify. The people want to know. You watched one Oscar-nominated film last year. Yes. The people need to know. Not just want, they need to know. Yeah. Have you improved? I did improve. I watched, counting, three Oscar-nominated <laughs> movies this year. Congratulations, uh, for For Best Picture. I mean, I watched some other ones, like Best yeah. Animated and all that, but... In the right. eyes of Tammy Faye, you also caught that one. Was the, the 2020 movie... I want to just guess it was Sonic, despite being here that day. Who was it not? It, it was, was Sonic. Nominated. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle was the, a staunch Sonic, Sonic defender. I think, but but that wasn't nominated for anything. I don't think. Right? Should've, I think should've I watched been. one. Should have been. I thought it was nominated. For it was Sonic almost Day. nominated for most human-like hedgehog, but then they changed the animation, and we just decided to boycott. Uh, but I did That's catch. Right. I did That's catch right. up with Sonic uh, last year. Good movie. Big fan of Cyclops always hanging out with Oh, yeah, James Marsden, yes. CG Critter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also known as, uh, wasn't he Prince Charming, or he was a prince in uh, Enchanted? The prince from Enchanted. Yeah, That's the, dumb, the, dumb, the himbo from Enchanted. The I himbo, think. right. Yes, yeah. yes, the himbo. Big fan of Sonic, so I'm, I'm, I'm ready for Sonic 2, Knuckles Revenge, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Knuckles and Tails in that one, but we're not here to talk about that year, which is the upcoming year. We're talking about last year. And speaking of last year, they awarded the Oscars last night. Uh, nothing particularly insane happened. No, um, no nothing. To, nothing. To, nothing that everybody hasn't beaten over a dead horse with. I yeah. just came straight here. I didn't really. Good. You've been in your hyperbaric chamber for the past seventy-two hours. I understand. We're each going to say one thing we loved, one thing that wasn't ideal from the bot, from the pod, from the broadcast. Broadcast. In the future, the Oscars will just be a podcast. It'll be a cattle prod <laughs> that they insert into your uh, neck cavity. Uh, Stephen, what did you like about the Oscars? I honestly enjoyed the change of pace for the in memoriam uh, segment because the in memoriam segment, everybody knows what it is. It's the orchestra doing doing its dirty work and and going by with the slowest and most heartfelt, compassionate um, music numbers that an orchestra can perform at that time. Uh, they switched it up. They had like a chorus, 
They had a full band. They had Travis Barker. Twitter disagreed with you on that one. They were not a huge fan of In Memoriam. I preferred it. You know, I'm against. I go against the cultural grain because I really enjoyed the the people that collaborated uh, with the people that passed on uh, coming on stage and giving their props. I like that. I like that personal bit of it a lot. Yeah, but I get I get it. Travis Barker doing a funeral service questionable. I mean, he's always dressed for the occasion, at least. Hey, uh, you know, in, in my his, guy. In his all emo black. Uh, Good question. Yeah. Did that happen? It did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> the In Memoriam segment, uh, for those who did not I think watch. that is the uh, the synopsis of these Oscars, is did that really happen? A live band that included Travis Barker and DJ D-Nice, backing chorus, and yeah, a lot of uh, random celebrities coming up and saying how much they love Betty White and um, Ivan Reitman. I liked... Uh, uh, the Troy Kotzer speech for best supporting actor. That was pretty good. That was good. That was a, that was a lovable moment. That was the high the high of the uh, of the broadcast probably. Yeah, me. I agree. If Al Pacino would have said something like "I'm the Godfather," like when he walked out there, I would have been like, "That's it. That's the moment we've been waiting for." But he just he just laughed. Did they? They didn't even talk at all. <laughs> yeah, no, they, it was all FFC. Yeah, Fra- yeah. Francis Ford was like, "I just made a movie, guys. I got this." And then, <laughs> then they're like, like "Bodyguards." <laughs> Robert Neal still looks like he's doing okay. So a little bulbous, but he's doing all right. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Mike, did you watch the Oscars? Not at all. Oh, wow, congratulations. Congratulations. Something else that happened, uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. What were what was something else that wasn't ideal for you? I didn't enjoy that Dune won all the technical awards. You like, didn't? No, I get why they won all the technical awards, but I want to, you know, mix it up a little bit. Dune! Dune. That's a, I get that. It's you thought like they were a, doing too much. Yes. A, <sighs> some, a some Lord of the Rings situation where you're like, this is great. It's historic and nothing else occurred this year. Yes. <laughs> That's it. There's <laughs> nothing else to show for nothing it. Nothing else happened. Yeah. Yeah, which which I'm now thinking is the worst Lord of the Rings. I've come around to that side. Oh, the clean sweep. Return, Lord of the Rings? No, Return of the King is the worst Lord of the Rings. I don't know about Which, that. That was the most award. Yeah, it won the most award okay. awards. Yeah. yeah, fellowship. Good, I don't know about that. good story kickoff. Everybody's together. You see the fellowship actually together. Uh, that's nice. And then the two towers battles better than any of the Return of the King's battles. I don't know. I don't Ro- know. I think Rohan coming to something. the rescue. Rescue. <laughs> it's oh, kind of epic. The, yeah, the Rohan uh, went. How how those horses didn't just start tumbling down the hill like those guys chasing those cheese yeah. wheels is beyond me. But but the army of the dead overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait. Are you we talking, talking about, about Zack Snyder's <laughs> movie that released last year? We're gonna year? talk about army. Oh, well, okay. Nice <laughs> that segue. That is specifically on a list I made. Said overrated. <laughs> Not ideal for me. I'm gonna go with. Um, I thought about it. The back to the Godfather. They did the the hip hop remix of the Godfather. Maybe not ideal. That was pretty dumb. <laughs> I like that. This is still don't know if you guys. Yeah, this. With me. Yeah, this is how. That's uh, great. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a real thing. Trust me. Thing I did like about the Academy Awards is uh, I placed a bet on Coda a month ago and for won, best picture. Yeah, one fifty bucks. So wow. uh, four dollar wow. bet. That's pulled incredible. it all together. That's incredible. So that was good. It's like you should have that's done all that more really money. matters. Yeah, that's should've all that really matters. Bet more money. Yeah, it's also it's almost <laughs> like I should have wasted more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad news about the Academy the Awards. Five, the top five thing was really really aggravating. Oh, fans' oh, choice. Yeah. The, the, okay. Yeah, I, I really did. Angry. I you didn't know about that. Read about that today. <laughs> and about man's choice. Yeah, confused again. If, Very confused. If you had to choose one moment, in, do you remember where you were when the Flash jumped into supersonic speed? <laughs> what did they call it? What yeah. was it called? I forget. Uh, Hyper speed. Hyper speed. Something. 
Yeah. And he goes Speed back Force. in time kind of thing. Speed Force? I don't even know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just didn't understand who they're placating in this <laughs> like concept. I mean, it's the people that don't watch the award show, I guess, and also are real big. It's it's They say the people who fans. actually watch think, the yeah. award show, who they feel should be part of the show instead of the Academy right. voting on it. And it's and it was all superhero films, right? Which we've learned from the internet means whoever has the biggest BTS army. Yes. Yeah, biggest. Yes. Ar- Is that phrase correct? Yes, yeah. correct. Fantastic. Yes, their version of the K-pop stands. Uh, so we the consensus ranking of those is Zack Snyder has the number one Legion online. It must be fascinating. Uh, number two is Camila Cabello's. Number two is Cam- Camila. Camila. I thought it was T T Swift. No, uh, Camila Cabello. <laughs> Camilla Cabello. <laughs> she uh, she has number two, and then number three is Johnny Johnny Depp's contingent. Which Johnny Wahlberg. I didn't really know Johnny Depp. Oh, my mistake. Not Donnie. De- yeah, Donnie, Donnie Depp is Johnny Depp's alter ego that uh, <laughs> has gotten him in all that trouble. I hate to go on a Depp tangent, but uh, I didn't oh, know. No. I didn't know that he made another movie beyond the uh, Biggie Tupac murder uh, movie. Yeah, that new Ben Affleck movie called Depp Water. No, no. Oh, it's the one no. where he was wearing makeup, and it was a fan's choice movie. I don't remember what it was. He looked. It looked bad. I, yeah. I didn't know it was that like it Metamorphosis or some shit. I don't. <laughs> I don't really remember. Anyway, twenty-seven percent <laughs> Academy Awards got twenty-seven percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so Good. it almost qualified for the podcast. So we almost got to do a. Episode Academy. that gets tricky on the, yeah, the on logistics the, around that. What it, did last year's? It would be the longest episode we've done because <laughs> it'd be four about four hours. <laughs> right, I'll look it up. No, it's routine that the Academy Awards uh, get rated um, really, really terribly. But we're dead talking about that. It's okay. You're here to hear about our opinions on things, <laughs> which is what people what want matters. What a girl needs, in the immortal words of. Seag. That was Britney Spears, huh? What no, a girl the Seag. What a girl needs. Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Hate you forever. So we're going to kick it off. We had a lot of top fives to get through today. So, Stephen, can you just do it once at the top so we don't have to... Or do you want to have to say... Do you want to say top five every time? Two, 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 top five. We're going to start off with the worst movies of the year. Number one being the worst. Number five being the fifth worst. Correct. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's usually how that ranking works. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start my number one worst movie of the year: Woman in the Window. Uh, yeah, solid, solid, solid agreement there. Uh, based on the scale, based on the the the, the acting bill. We based... talked about this at length in the Woman in the Window episode. Absolutely. We had a feeling it did not win the Razzie uh, this year. No, it didn't. Razzie News: Diana the Musical, Future on Netflix, won worst film of the year. We might have to do it, but then again, we might ha- not have to do it since it's a Netflix release and it wasn't released nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's bad. I'm actually just interested in watching it. I think I I think that I'm I'm in. I think that man for this Princess Die musical oh my God. that is supposedly so bad <laughs> that it beat out the worst movie that I saw this year. So you never know. Uh, Mike, just what's your number one? Or five. Yeah, I, I know. I, I screwed up. By, what's your yeah, all time? <laughs> what's the worst film of the year? Where oh. are you? We'll start with the best and then go from the worst to best. Damn it. <laughs> exactly. Or did you, did you have a spiel? We can go back to the. It, I'm giving you number five. Give us number five. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. That's wow. my, my number because two. They my number two. A movie about a GI Joe last year. For <laughs> those who forgot, yeah. they needed to make it according uh, to according to that studio. I agree with you. That was my number two worst movie of the year. I did watch it. I didn't remember a thing the second it ended. All I think I had a I have a very big block of movies that fall in the category of why 
And mm-hmm. I think this one fits snugly in there because if you just call it Ninja Tale of the Year, <laughs> two and a half <laughs> adequate movie. <laughs> but they based it off a character that has like three traits, and none of those things occurred from what I remember. Yeah, he's silent. He's he's a yeah, mute, talk. but he talks during the whole movie. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll do my five and four then, just to just to keep it keep it going. My number five, if I did watch the film, would be Thunder Force, uh, <laughs> but I didn't watch it, so my number five is going to have to be the Lost daughter and i know people are gonna rag on me for it wow but, what a whiplash <laughs> but s- straight up because of the anxiety that that film put me through i have to put it up we're the gonna film. talk about that later for you sure will. that's in my it's in one of my personal top fives um yeah and then uh number four is the most ham-fisted movie that has come out in our generation it is the one and only don't look up by uh adam mckay so you it are is, not a fan <laughs> uh it was i mean it was a, it was a it had its moments. Yeah, there was seven good laughs then, in that movie. But then it kept going. And then it kept going. <laughs> and then it kept going. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's as if they took the, the uh, Clydesdales from Anheuser-Busch, shot them all in the head, and then continued to beat them with an aluminum bat for 45 minutes. That's what it felt like, that movie. That would be horrible. Yes. And that's what it felt like. Because <laughs> we, we get that joke. But you're beating all these dead horses, and I don't understand it. Mike, what's your four? Cherry. Yeah, I didn't see it. Never saw it. I, I don't recommend it. I read okay. the I read the book and then the it book's came probably out, fine. And then it came out and it I was like, oof, yeah. that seems like not enjoyable. Eh, real weird. Was that the Russo? It's the movie? Russo, yeah. Russo brothers. Yeah. It just Which made show, it so much weirder. It just mm-hmm. shows yeah, that maybe they're not very good. Maybe they're not good. Maybe it's just the Marvel machine. Yeah. The I'm not. St- I'm still not watching Twenty One Bridges or whatever that movie is called with the R.I.P. Chadwick. I've heard that one's actually not bad. Pretty. Is it better or worse than Sixteen Blocks? Yeah. <laughs> not a lot is. Better I'm not than, sure. <laughs> not a lot is better than Sixteen Blocks. I don't know. Sixteen Blocks is kind of good. Sixteen Blocks is very good. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. It holds. There was a period of time where I watched that movie maybe twice a year. At least. I don't even know you. <laughs> it's the best line in that movie. What's Mosdef's uh, name now? Yasin Bey. Yasin Bey. Yasin Bey. Yes, uh, sir. Shouts to him. Shouts to Y Bey. Uh, Thanks for listening. My number four, Tom and Jerry. We talked about Love it. Love Tom and Jerry. Big, it's good. Big fan. We we don't make a lot of sense though. <laughs> no, it's it's not a good movie, but can it has. Can you kick it? it yeah, it, exactly. The can you kick it <laughs> sequence was number six on my top sequences of the year. It wow. it almost made my music moment of the year. Mm. Uh, the can you kick it pigeon scene. <laughs> I might change it on the fly when we get to that category. Uh, and my number three is Voyagers. I don't know if you guys caught that one. No, I is didn't. that a Netflix? Uh, it's Amazon. Am- H- oh, I thought it was Amazon. HBO, yeah, yeah it was HBO, okay. HBO. Okay. It was Lord of the Flies in Space. Correct. Colin Farrell was there? Colin Farrell was in. He, Ru- he Ruffalo. Was, Colin Farrell had the entire spaceship on his back until he uh, mysteriously died. <laughs> like, just released puberty, I guess, is Ty Sher- Ty Sheridan yeah. was the main guy. I, his, oh, face, his face is unsettling. If I had a top five, uh, bonus top three, most unsettling young actors. Ty Sheridan would be number two. Barry, Ty Sheridan's X-Man, right? He was one of the X-Men? Yeah, he, yeah. he was smaller Cyclops. Yeah. Okay. He would be number two. Number one's Barry Keown, because yep. he's just... Wait, can I guess another? I'm Mr. Eyebrows. Number three. Who's, Mr. Eyebrows, that's not Will. Who do you think? Uh, Will Ansel Elgort? Ansel Elgort. That's right. He's not quite, not quite. Okay. I'm just going off these names, too. No, it's going... It's the... Uh, Dudley from the Harry Potter series, who has now grown into like a oh, yes. pretty well used actor, but just just unsettling to look at. He's in every damn movie. <laughs> he was he's, in uh, Tragedy of Macbeth. Yeah, he was in Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was uh, King Duncan's son. Yeah. My number three is Tom and Jerry, and uh, I'll follow it up with my number two film. Uh, it's not on anybody's list, but it's it's okay that it's not. 
Number two, uh, strictly based on the fact that it was a PG-13 movie and not rated R, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It was a, a sad excuse for an introduction to the Carnage character and uh, a wasted opportunity. Basically, a wasted opportunity is every Marvel film that d- that's made by Sony now. I think you're forgetting the part where Carnage tells... Tom Hardy's character, Eddie, tells Eddie that he's doing bad journalism while he's like st- stomping him into the ground. He's not a great journalist. <laughs> he's not a good journalist. No, I think that I think that Carnage was telling the truth there. That was pretty good. Hard truths are fine, uh, but, you know, put a little blood in there. Put a little gore. I was also excited for uh, to see an Andy Serkis uh, situation. Right, right. I don't know what happened. By the way, most underlies actor of the year, Andy Serkis. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Because he wasn't in anything. <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk about the Batman next, next year. Next year. Yeah. Kyle's number one. It'll, been, it'll win production no. design. <laughs> uh, number two uh, to you, Mike. Uh, oh, uh, three. Oh, you're three. I, Sorry. I got it down to two cartoon based things, kind of. Originally had Tom and Jerry on there. Mm-hmm. I just got rid of it, so okay. I forgot it existed. So three is Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It, it's like the other ones in this group of why did you do this? But this one just made me angrier because it's I know why you did Real this. Bad. I know why you <laughs> and did I this. I wish Real you bad. didn't. I'm gonna catch it. it I'm gonna catch it this year though. No, I refuse. Uh, especially <laughs> once we read the plot to each yeah. other. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> we, Bef- we did long? have like a three episode arc of our podcast where we would we're constantly re read the plot. Getting real excited about Space Jam 2, and then, yeah, it just didn't work out. Mostly because uh, we weren't excited to see it, but we were excited to talk about it on this podcast. Uh, Your number two. Numero dos. Two, I put The Ice Road and The Marksman. Oh, yeah. Liam Neeson movies. Yeah, the two Liam Neesons. Because he has a very simple purpose right now, which is... Uh, re-engage those Taken fans yes. of a certain age. Yes. Um, but I think they got rid of that, and now he's just walking around punching people. It's <laughs> like, He's the new Charles Bronson, Mike. Yeah. You need to realize this. Like Your new movie nights need to be uh, Liam Neeson, Charles Bronson like combination. Like p- Pull one movie that both have similar plots, and that's your double feature. It's like clear as day. Charles Bronson was the king of the 70s, beat him up movies. I'm just going to beat people up for the hell of it. It's Liam Neeson nowadays. I don't know what's going on. I assume he's making a lot of money still, but... I'll tell you what's going on. One of them was a a Netflix movie, and, like, Lawrence Fishburne was there, so I assume, like, a lot went into it, Mm. but... Yeah, Ice Road was the Fishburne movie, right? He was the bad guy. He was the big bad. Yeah, I feel like that. that Okay, here here we go. We're going to play the Liam Neeson net worth game. Ooh. Uh, $68 million. $68 million. What What are you guessing, Mike? The same age he is, 68. (laughs) Yeah, he is 68. Fifty. Fifty million dollars. Kyle, Kyle, what do you think? Hundred and forty five million. No kidding. Is Liam Neeson's net worth. Get out of here. Uh, he's no, he's an actor from Northern Ireland, has been nominated for a number of awards. How is he not in Belfast? <laughs> Come on. Good question. Good question. Good question. No answer is here. Kieran was the Kieran paid less. That's why. Uh, there there was a very uh sad Liam Neeson movie that came out last year and it was good. Where he, his wife is dying of cancer, and it's just like kind of them in their relationship at that point. I think I know what you're talking about. So I'll watch him just sit quietly, but the other ones. <laughs> it wasn't the marksman where he gets mad that his wife dies of cancer and just starts killing people? <laughs> no, I think the marksman was the same as that crazy Clint Eastwood movie that also came out where he like oh, cry takes macho. someone that crossed the Mexican border and like leads no, him no. in a Ford F-150 for like two hours. The mule. The mule, the mule, or no, there's a newer version. Cry oh, Macho. It's Cry Macho. Cry yeah. Macho. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He almost won my crying movie of the year. No, you didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. 
My number five uh, takes place in where we all went to college, Chico. Uh, Yuba County, breaking news in Yuba County. I watched because it take it doesn't take place in Chico. No, it doesn't take place in Chico, but it takes place in Yuba County, which is close <laughs> enough to Chico Great. that I I was intrigued and I wanted to check it out. Allison Janney, Aquafina, uh, all star cast, and just uh, wow. so really very bad. <laughs> just insane this movie is actually crazy and it is uh, a future contender and we are going to do it one of these days allison janney mila kunis regina hall are the three stars of this movie oh is that why she hosted the oscars because she was in the one of the worst <laughs> movies of the yeah. year but then there's another like 25 people that there's at some t- point all a ton of people in yeah. this movie yeah yeah before mike gives his number one kyle give us all of your top five top five uh, worst sure uh, Space Jam, Tom and Jerry, Woman in the Window, Clifford, never saw it, but it looked horrifying, and uh, don't look up. <laughs> okay, the only one I have a problem with is Clifford. Is Clifford. <laughs> yeah, same. No. <laughs> are you, Why? Are you scared? Because you didn't see it. Are you just scared of Clifford because you, he's so large? No, it's paid by Paramount. This is, this is a scholastic-friendly po- podcast, and you're shitting all over that I remember seeing the trailer, and it just being terrible. My thing is, yeah, Clifford, the story of Clifford would never happen because that dog would knock a tower over and murder a ton of people and yeah it would it would be put down it's like a king kong situation but it's just a red dog i mean when a dog bites a human they put that dog down and this dog has the ability to run through a building and accidentally topple it and murder hundreds of people so i just don't see it i don't see it going well for for cliff uh but clifford all-time name all-time old guy name. All-time name, yeah. All-time name. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really quick, last year's Oscars got 24%. Oh, somehow, see? So this fits. This fits. This, this, year, this year. Wow, the fresh episode. I would episode. say the 3% <laughs> increase is because it got a little exciting in the middle. Yeah. Yes, because uh, we didn't really mention it, but Will Smith did slap Chris Rock for uh, talking about his wife, uh, Jada Pekinsmith. So, yeah. you know. He apologized. And today. he did? Allegedly. Yeah. Will Smith? Yeah, he did. Breaking news from Kyle. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. Posted on IG. We're going to cut yeah. all this out. Good job in the fat relevant. corner. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Mike, uh, your worst movie of the year. Uh, first, how many movies did you watch? So 150 releases from last year is Correct. what you watched. Okay. So this is the worst movie yes. of the 150 movies. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, I have one quick honorable mention because okay. I forgot it, which oh, yes. is it, is the it, conversation. Is it music? <laughs> <laughs> Infinite. Infinite. Yes, the, uh, Infinite. The, the Mark Wahlberg movie. Feature contender. Never watched, but I was interested in it. Um, there's a movie called The Old Guard, which continues to exist mm-hmm. and proves we don't need this. Yeah, good point. My theory is that Mark Wahlberg saw The Old Guard and was like, I want to make this. And they're like, are you serious? We just made this one. He's like, I want to make this one. They're like, fine. We already, we have you signed to this big deal. So I guess, I guess Spencer Confidential no. was huge. Instead of your body, just not, <laughs> instead of your body, just not dying, your spirit just doesn't die. just continues to move on. Oh, okay. That, that's different. Enough. And then you wake up 3 a.m. and you go golfing. And then they're like, we don't need this part. Right, Mark? So I would say, do not watch that. Okay. Fair. Number one, which I will say watch. Bliss. Bliss. I I think I know what movie you're like talking about. The beginning of the year. Uh, Selma Hayek and Owen Wilson. Right. Yeah. Sci-fi, social, something commentary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or other. Yep. Yep. It was real. It was real hard to watch. And unfil- but you recommend it. So <laughs> please tell me why it's hard to watch. Yet I need to. Wa- uh, I need to watch it. Uh, start drinking. An hour later, 
hit play. Okay, Nick, this should have been your drunk movie of the year. It could have been drunk movie of the year if yeah. I had seen it. Uh, it got twenty eight percent of Rotten Tomatoes, so not quite in our territory. Uh, so can you which is a bummer. shake it again? I think that we're trying we're trying our best to get certified on Rotten Tomatoes so we can help drag scores down, <laughs> so that we can put them on the podcast. Made uh, by hopefully a, they don't listen to that. Made by a guy named Mike Cahill who's released movies called Eye Origins. Uh, which is about a uh, evolution of the eye with a PhD uh, student. So I think I remember looking this up, and there might be another movie another that Earth I would recommend with Britt Marling, which I have to recommend because I do like me some Britt Marling. Yeah, there's some reason when I looked into I, when I yelled who's responsible, I don't want to be mad at him because I think I like him for some reason. It, it must be Eye Origins then because Maybe. that's that's his other film. Yeah, it's got 53 percent, and the other one's 66. So. You know, take for what it's worth. But he did a Leonard Cohen uh, 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 documentary that he edited. That's that's all he has. His favorite movie of all time is 2001 Space Odyssey. That's all you got to say. Congrats uh, to him that. for that. Um, okay, we did it. I mean, my number one, I agreed with you, Nick, it's Women in the Window. There's there's no nothing to discuss. If you want to know anything further, please listen to our podcast. It does represent uh, the, the Venn diagram of should watch, but bad movie. Yes. Because yes. Woman in the Window is baffling, that movie, and the I guess the book that it's based on. The story about everything about it is just awesome that it exists, and it's very bad. And it's directed by Joe Wright. Yeah, it's Joe Wright. <laughs> who's just very like weird. who's like an okay director when he wants to be, except lately. Yeah. Uh, and then Wyatt Russell, my guy. Did you see did you see C or no? No, I have not. Okay, mm. well <laughs> none of us has seen her or no. Yeah. I, I fell asleep at some point during Woman in the Window. And when I woke up, I asked, did I miss anything important? And tried to figure out why I was confused at what was currently on screen. And the answer was no. You're no, everybody is, is confused. <laughs> You're going to stand there. And tell me she just drinks that much wine <laughs> in one glass. If you do, you're done. And that's time for our personal top fives. Personal. The fifth edition of Too Scary Didn't See. Number five, The Conjuring Movie. The new Conjuring the movie. The new Conjuring movie, The Devil is Inside You or something Devil like baby that. Boo it. Devil yeah. Baby Boo It. I did not see that. Uh, Halloween Kills, I'm going to say, is not too scary for me, but I had too scary for theaters for me. But you saw it. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> too scary I didn't watch it in the theaters Too scary either. didn't see. I, I think I will catch it maybe next Spooktober. So that one's going to be taken off the yeah. list. I actually saw a fair amount of scary movies this year. Candyman. Candyman was definitely too scary for me. And Man, I really want to watch it. may Candyman. remain too scary for me. I'm not sure if I can get around to it. It's mm. uh, good. Lamb is number two. Uh, Lamb was just too unsettling for me. I was just too scared about how unsettled I was going to be. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of the same vibes that I had for The Witch. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Is it similar vibes? Not at all. No. Okay, so that's good to know. And uh, number one, too scared and see, uh, but highly recommended by everybody that I do know that has seen it, St. Maud. Uh, please explain to the audience what Saint Maud is. A, it's an exorcism movie, or it's about a nun who uh has who's possessed, but she like copes with it, fucks <laughs> fucks shit up. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about that movie. It's I guess, a I reclusive it young nurse whose impressionable demeanor causes her uh. to pursue a pious path of Christian devotion after an obscure trauma and then i think she becomes possessed in there somewhere did you see that movie so it didn't get released I for two it. years is that what happened yeah well it was like a, it was right a uk on the, release it was right yeah. on the border of march release uh last year very interesting 92 percent. i need to check out this film supposedly great but every time i see anything about it i'm like that looks too freaky for me hey then again uh the director of this film is rose and her name is rose glass i can't take her seriously <laughs> 
Rose-colored glasses. Just named Rose Glass. Great. Uh, uh, Mike, do you have a do you have a personal top five you want to disclose? I got. Uh, I'll call it. Oh wait, ball. no, Nick's not done yet. <laughs> no, oh no, you're done. You're I'm done. done. I'm yeah, done. you're I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> Stress ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we got we got a couple of those. Uh, ooh, I didn't order these, but I'll speed round. I'll, I'll put antlers at number five. Okay. Which yep. I think was supposed to come out in like 2019. Or yeah, that was the day the back. pandemic started. Yeah. Uh, one of those. Encounter. Not Encanto. Correct. Okay. Am I, am <laughs> I pronouncing it? Encanto is kind of stressful. You know. You true. Know? True. Encanto is kind of stressful. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna um, lie. Uh, Riz Ahmed was there. It was an Amazon movie. Mm. It I think was I know sci-fi what you're talking about. Yeah. Ish. I think I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah, that was good. The uh, oh, Shiva Baby. I'll put it three. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Very stressful. That's gonna come up on my stress list. <laughs> and uh, oh, the Alpinist. Mm. A documentary about uh, the the tree free climber. Yeah, the tree climbers. Uh, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, not stressful for any mysterious reason other than shots of him climbing rocks. Yes, um, for what you expect <laughs> versus the rest of these. And number one, the beta test. Oh, the oh, beta the, test. The Jim Cummings movie. Yeah. Dang. Who was in Halloween Kills? Yeah, yeah. Very strange. Yeah, good old Jim. I watched. Cum- a, wasn't the- I wanted to watch. I wanted to find a reason to talk about Jim Cummings' other movie from last year, uh, Werewolves Within. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that yet. Great movie. I do want I had to a really continue, good time with that one. Uh, just him giving us a movie a year for a while. Yeah. I'm content with this system. Beta test I've seen is stressful. But very enjoyable. Yeah, okay. My personal top five that I'd like to first discuss is waiting, the top five waiting for bad things to happen, but they never do films. Uh, number five is King Richard. Albeit the first 20 minutes, there's some crazy shit going on where he gets beat up by gangsters and then he almost tries to go kill a gangster and then the gangster gets shot. Other than that, there's that no part, other bad things. That part was a little stressful, yeah. It was a little stressful, but it was like half expected. Um, but they didn't talk about like uh, King Richard's, uh, or not King, Richard Williams' uh, uh, philandering. They didn't talk about Richard Williams's like doing more like, interview he has, stuff. Like, he has like, like 11 kids from like... Six or seven women. Six right? or seven women. Like they didn't talk about Serena and Venus's sister, who's prominent in the film. Uh, Tunde, Tunde Price is who who gets shot in a drive by in yeah. two in two thousand one, two thousand two. Well, that takes place after. That. Uh, it takes place after, but they didn't mention it in the post credits. You yeah, know, yeah. where they're like, oh, Venus, Serena, champions, champions, champions. Yeah, it's like Tunde was killed. Yeah, yeah, she was. That uh, learned that from the game, uh, the song Dreams. He mentions that in the last uh, thirty seconds of the song. Shout Dreams. out to the game. Shout out to the game. Uh, Jesse's favorite artist. Wow, <laughs> I got questions. <laughs> Number four, the uh, same, almost a similar situation is drive my car. Where the first twenty minutes, there's there's stuff that happens, like oh, this is a it's a crazy thing, uh, but afterwards, there's still twenty minutes, and then the credits roll, and then and then nothing really the like, opening credits. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of high stakes happens throughout the film, but that's the intention of the film. Is it's like high high stakes are within, and you have to recognize. Well, those it, high if stakes it was high stakes, within. it'd be drive my car into blank into and the then, ravine, and then you'd be like, oh, yeah. you'd just be waiting for that to happen. The whole no, time. but but in a good way, in a good way, it's waiting for bad happens, bad things to happen, but they never do. This is the only film on this list that, in a good way, nothing bad happens. Number three is Dog Power. Uh, the only thing, the only crazy <laughs> thing that happens is at the end, but it's kind of half. Expected at the same time because Cody Smith McPhee is a sociopath, um, but so is Benedict Cumberbatch. So yeah, I'm in. looking forward to my rewatch of Dog Power. It's going to happen this next week, and uh, I'm borderline excited for it. I'm no, going to say, I'm going to say, I'd be too. Uh, my number two is Pig because you think it's going to be this crazy buildup of he's taking revenge and cage rage, and you're going to have yeah. ca- full on full fledged <laughs> cage rage, and he filtered that into a dish. 
You filter that into a meal. It was good. It was good, yeah. Questionable. Fair um, Because it could have been the Joaquin Phoenix movie. It could have been nobody. Mm-hmm. It could have been... What's the Joaquin Phoenix movie with the Scottish uh, director? Yeah. He'll never get far on foot. You're, no, uh, not the other, yeah, other one. Never, it's the other one. It's the you're other never one. really there. Some you're never really there. You're never really here. Yeah. Yeah. You're never really here. Um, that sort of thing. Like John Dad? Wick sort of thing. Dad? Uh, but number two, yeah, uh, number two is Pig. And then the number one of, uh, of all is going to have to be Coda because, yes, it was emotional. Yes, it had stakes. Uh, uh, medium stakes. Yeah. Not like, high, not low. The worst Very thing that happens stakes. is you have to help your family. You have to farm. help your family more. <laughs> like I thought like during the boating scene, some one of the... One one of the either the 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 inspector or that's one pretty fucked. Yeah, would, that's would pretty get fucked. thrown overboard or one of them gets thrown overboard and you can't hear him and can't pick him up so they die like that sort of thing would happen but no death happens no major no major stakes are blown okay 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 yeah good top five good top five uh sure. I'll, I'll go next black and white delights like it uh, like these it. are these are my top five movies that no were shot in black and white all. there was seven of these uh this year black and white films uh i'm leaving two off the two i'm leaving off one of which is Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. Did not watch, but Sam Levinson, the uh, writer of Euphoria, has to be stopped. I, I'm just going to put that <laughs> on the podcast. Support that. We need to do something about this guy. He is causing stress to everybody around him, and he's he's really freaking me out, man. Man, I don't know what to take no more, man. Nick, go ahead with your black and whites. Number five, Tragedy of Macbeth. Okay, I, I had it higher, but then I kept thinking about all the other ones, and I'm like, "This nah. isn't as good." No, it's not. <laughs> it really isn't. It's it's unfortunate. There thing. are some parts of it that are good, and you can see uh, some some like yeah. Cohen stuff happens during it that you're like, "I could see this being storyboarded," and then some other things you're like, "Okay, this will probably be the only time we talk about it." <laughs> so. I love that. There's a lot of my favorite thing in the movie was that there's a lot of characters in the distance, yes, scurrying up to the camera, yes. <laughs> It's the only Old way I can school. describe it. Yeah, they're all just like, <laughs> and then they look directly into the camera, and you're like, "Yep, yep." <laughs> hey. Wow, such old you're school. Like, oh, hey, you snuck up on me there. This is like that was such a hearkening back to Lawrence Olivier. Harkening. Shut up, um, to Lawrence Olivier, like uh, BBC stage adaptations of uh, of Shakespearean plays. Like that's that's quintessential. Like it's my it, first it Macbeth, so I'll have to get back to you on uh, whether. Yeah, the, Mike, are uh, you familiar ones? with Macbeth? Did you watch all the other iterations um, from previous uh, uh, days of yours? Probably not. <laughs> no, you haven't. You, you should watch the uh, the Michael Fassbender one's really good, and also I haven't seen that. It's really good. I have heard. And the one with um, is it Florence Mel Gibson? Did Florence Pugh do a Lady Macbeth? Uh, yeah, but that's not. But it's, that, that's not the same story. I don't think so. I'm gonna look. There's more okay, we'll than see. I was aware. Is what I've learned recently. Now. Yeah, the yes. I, this Shakespeare. I IP, the oldest IP of all time. Uh, I need to do more research. <laughs> Number four, Passing. Excellent yes. movie. Excellent movie. What a great debut for uh, Rebecca I mean, these, Hall. These top four are all very close, and I'm only going purely based on like the viewing experience kind of changed it. Like They're almost in order of viewing experience. Tragedy Macbeth, I watched on a... Uh, on a mon- computer monitor, are the, are the screens getting bigger and smaller? <laughs> yeah, the they're gonna get okay. yeah, they're gonna get from smaller to bigger. <laughs> uh, passing and French Dispatch, I watched uh, on French Dispatch is mostly it's kind of half black and white. Yeah, mostly black and white. I'm okay. just counting it because I wanted to talk about it. So uh, yeah. enjoyable feature set. Lady Macbeth, similar, not a direct adaptation of Macbeth. Okay, that's yeah, it's a Russian novel. It's stupid. Number two is uh, Belfast <laughs> in theaters. Uh, wasn't an experience. I had some high expectations. It didn't quite reach those. I was ready to cry. I was like, I, I'm coming into this. I want this little Irish kid to just make me cry. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite get there. But uh, Catri- Catriona Balfi. 
who plays the mom. Stunin. Stunin in that movie. Stunin in that movie. Uh, Judy Dench robbed her of a nomination, so I'll never forgive Dame Judy Dench. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And uh, number one, it's going to come up again for me later. Come on, come on. Uh, also saw in theaters. Yeah. Also hit me pretty hard. I it was it. nice seeing Joaquin Phoenix play like a normal person. You uh, know? He does that. <laughs> yeah, he like, does that except the Joker. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you're not. You're not right. I, he I'm always sorry. plays a weirdo. Did you see two lovers? <laughs> I mean, the immigrant was maybe the last time he was a normal person. Oh, okay. In a weird movie. My my next top five uh, movies with professional wrestlers. Uh, there's there's considerable <laughs> amount in this. Got to be some of them. <laughs> there's a considerable amount in this in this uh, in this production year, but Wait, most of them feature Don Cena. Yeah. Can you tell me how many wrestlers we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. About three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think I can only get two right now in my head. Yeah. So number one, obviously, is the Suicide Squad. It's the most uh, critically and audience uh, accepted uh, film that features John Cena. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna uh, include that. A good Good movie. It's a good movie. It's better I, I, than the I, other one. I had a yes. really great time watching it. It's better than the other one in so many ways. Still I, haven't seen Peacemaker. I laughed it's out loud five very times. Very good. Yes. The show? Like weirdly very good. Yeah, I yeah. keep hearing good things about it. I got I gotta uh, a quick sidebar. Sure. Uh, Kyle, I'm now four episodes into Loki. Uh, today I had the <laughs> wow. day, off, uh, day off, so I watched the first four episodes of Loki. Still no idea what's happening. Did you meet uh, Alligator Loki yet? No, no, no Alligator Loki. It's coming up. Looking forward wow. to that. <laughs> Way to go, Steven. Uh, yeah, like he doesn't know who Alligator Loki is <laughs> I already. I don't, I do, but I'm looking forward to it now. No. Uh, my number four, uh, or not number four, number two is obviously uh, just got to give respect to where respect is due because it's such a long franchise, The Furious Saga, because you have Dwayne The Rock Johnson oh and John Chana in uh, in the. I mean, The, the Rock's film. not in F nine though. He's mentioned, right? <laughs> <laughs> I watched F nine. He's he's not in it, but Cena is. Cena yeah. is Cena's, actually Cena's a big bad. Cena's the su- surprise guy in the. In mm-hmm. it, so yeah, yeah. So it's so that's you got to give respect to respect is due. I guess I got to add John Cena to Actors of the Year nominee list. Yeah, he was in a lot. The, there's a comedy. Uh, it's in my list. Uh, I'm going to talk about it in about two two <laughs> spots because number three is Dune, and that features Dave Bautista. Bautista, uh, and you know Dune is Dune, Dune is. Boy. Yeah, I just watched Dune last night uh, after the Oscars. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta give it to that Duke. That Duke. <laughs> yeah, he, he loses it in that scene. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Good little uh, eruption scene. Uh, number four, Rumble. If you guys don't remember Rumble, the animated uh, streaming uh, premiere on so, Paramount Plus. So close to watching it today with Roman Reigns like this, and Becky Lynch. I was this far away from clicking it. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch it, but hey, it was a wrestling movie <laughs> with wrestling monsters. Um, I don't know why Nick or or Kyle hasn't seen it. And then, of course, number five, uh, what Mike alluded to: uh, Vacation Friends with John Cena and uh, Lil. Lil Rel. Lil Rel. Lil Rel Howery. He was in a ton of movies. Lil Rel's just universal. Oh, he's a renaissance man. I, uh, he's, he's, the, our, he's our generation Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> you haven't watched uh, Deep Water yet, have you? No, he's in it, isn't he's he? He's in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mike, what's your next top five? I just threw in uh, a bunch of overrated movies in a bucket. Nice. There we go. I like it. No order here, but don't Fair. look up. We all know. Yeah, we get it. Extremely overrated Thank film. Thank you. <laughs> I see your point, sir. Rated jokes, <laughs> uh, though. <laughs> Rated jokes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dead, which probably is, it was probably accurately rated, not over or under. No. Got what I, I came think for. The, well, I think the critics, uh, the, the critic score is fine, but the audience score is vastly skewed. Okay. No, it won an Oscar for most uh, fan favorite moment or whatever. That's <laughs> not a real Oscar. <laughs> it faded from my mind, but I remember when it came out, probably because not much else was out. Like it, right. what, it had a lot of talk. Right. Which I also watched the, the Netflix thing that just is a, 
character from that movie. Is it the prequel? Yeah. Uh, Army, Army of Thieves? Of, yeah. yeah. Uh, better than Army of the Dead. That's what I heard, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard, too. And Zack Snyder did that, or no? I don't think so. Uh, he produced it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they picked the, the goofiest character, so yeah, of course. well done. That wasn't Tignatero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, West Side Story. Highly agree with that. Uh, Nick's going Nick's gonna to fight yeah, you in Nick, the parking Nick, lot after this. What's your opinion? <laughs> I'm coming for you. This is my gang and me walking up behind Somebody, you. somebody <laughs> call Officer Krupke right now on this fool. <laughs> that may have been my most, uh, the part I enjoyed most in the entire movie, that scene. Yeah, the, yeah good, in the police good station. Officer, yeah, good, yeah. Officer, good Officer Krupke um, song. Hey, I'll tell you what. Steven hasn't seen it yet. No, well, I've seen the old one, which was better <laughs> already. It's and, not, it's racist. Uh, <laughs> it's hey, people with brown face. Hey, you hating Rita Moreno? Wow, okay, I see how it is. Uh, yeah, probably not much to add there beyond like, <laughs> like congrats to Spielberg for like checking the box on his like to do list. Yeah, he wanted I thought to it do looked that. fantastic. I'm glad I saw it in a theater. Uh-huh. But again, uh, yeah, it's overrated. Yeah, it's there. And we'll, have to, we'll talk about it more later. Uh, House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Is that House the number one? Uh, two. Okay. House of Gucci. It's probably the only time we'll talk about this film. Still haven't seen it. Don't uh, want to no, see it. No, it's coming up later yeah. for me. It's coming up later for Great. me. It's Still don't want to see it. Two plus hours. I mean, maybe just watch it for Jared Leto's. <laughs> it's an inaccurate <laughs> portrayal of that guy. Yeah. yeah. A caricature of a guy who wasn't fat or bald and <laughs> died penniless. House of Gucci, uh, top five drunk movie of the year, though. Mm. Mm. Ooh, Okay. It's Fair it's enough. one of those maybe movies, one to watch with friends uh, in, drunk? in like a where you're not going to miss any of the plot if you guys talk yeah. over yeah, it. It's, so so what you're saying, Nick, is good, that it's a good f- for your upcoming birthday. You want to rent out the new Parkway? <laughs> I would and do then put that as a <laughs> that top would three. be really fun. Yeah, House of Gucci thirty three. I think that those kind of match up. House of Gucci three three. House of Gucci three three. There you go. And then you're number one. Malignant. Malignant. <laughs> Very overrated film. It, depending like, on the circle of friends that you talk to right, or people like, that you talk to. I understand. It was bonkers. However, that doesn't make it a good idea. <laughs> yes. Yes. Totally agree. This, oh, but uh, that's James I, Wan's every every James correct. Wan film yeah, yeah. is a great idea, but poorly executed. Kyle, did, Kyle, did you catch Malignant? I did not. You should probably check it I out. I think you would you would I think you might actually like it. I think yeah. well maybe not like it, but you'll think it's a good time. Yeah. It's Wait, wild. did you watch it, Nick? I did see it. Not too scary? It didn't make my too scary didn't see okay. list. Yeah, it's not too scary for Nick. Yeah, people, for sure. I, I did poll a lot of people and they told me they told me it's more campy than scary. Yeah, it's campy as shit. It was pretty scary. Because yeah, some like points, they were but, terrifying fight scenes post twist and yet I was laughing harder yeah. and yelling like, what was that? Hell yeah. <laughs> Which We're isn't a good sign that. for a scary movie. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about it. Mine's, uh, mine's kind of, my next one's kind of going off Mike's family tension, a.k.a. time to vomit for me. <laughs> uh, number five, Annette. Uh, which is the musical with Adam Driver and a puppet. And it was a musical? <laughs> it's a musical. Yeah. Written by the Sparks Brothers. Uh, it's, right. it's just a freaky movie, and <laughs> and there's like just a lot of weird stuff going on in it. Wild Indian, another movie I caught uh, on demand. There's uh, one character in that movie that causes stress for every second that he's on screen. Wait, it's not Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> no, Benny D. Cumberbatch. No, I, I had uh, I almost had Power of the Dog in here. I didn't quite make it. Number three, Shiva Baby. Uh, Mike already talked about it, but it is Rachel Sonnet. It's a pretty good movie, actually. Uh, she goes to a Shiva where she runs into her uh, ex-high school girlfriend, Ooh. I guess, and Oof. also her sugar daddy. Oof. And there's also a lot going on, and it is very stressful. Uh, number two, Lost Daughter, also as stressful, if not more stressful. <laughs> Why didn't you just give the baby back? <laughs> like, you just hold on to that doll. Oh, that stupid and doll. 
freak me out. Life I had to fester. stand up. I had to like stand up and pace around a lot during that movie. Uh, number one, family tension, gotta vomit. <laughs> Not even just family tension, all types of tension in Titan. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Mutant family. Titan is maybe the most fucked up movie I've ever seen. Mutant Ooh. family. Yeah. It's up there. It's yeah. it's top five. I was like, this is unbelievable. What Still want to watch Raw. I was. Still want to watch. I was well. shocked. <laughs> I, I think it was my what? Yeah, like my what the fuck of the year. Yeah, and I'm glad I saw it in theater because they're two equally confused gentlemen, like five rows <sighs> apart. Damn. Yeah, all three of us had That's different sounds that came from our bodies throughout <laughs> yeah. the evening. We, watch yeah, we watched Raw, and then we were like, "Wow, that was pretty fucked up." And I'm not sure if I can handle this <laughs> next one. And then we were like, "We read it," and I was like, "Okay, that sounds like it'd be fun." And it was not fun, but it was. <laughs> Something. It's an experience. Uh, yeah, so that's mine. Uh, wacky horror. Top five wacky horror. Uh, five, I haven't seen it, but I really want to just because of the the the, the premise is old. Oh! Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, <laughs> you didn't lose it. We're going to the beach that makes you old. Yeah, I'm going to wake up and be 40. <laughs> uh, number four is The Empty Man, which is a HBO Max release. Went under the radar. I talked about it in a couple podcasts ago. Um, it's an interesting film, but it's very wacky at the same time. Yeah, it's about Kevin Bacon's personality. Uh, you wish. Number three is Lamb, uh, because it's it's a it's a hor- it's it's allegedly a horror film, but I'm reading the premise. Never saw the film. Doesn't sound scary to me at all. Number Mike's two, the only one that's seen it. But you're, are you going to talk about it later? Probably not. But okay. I don't know if I'd outright a, a put it in the horror thing, category. Yeah. They call it full core. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's more of like a like obviously knowing what you know just from the trailer. It's a thriller, I would um, say. Yeah, I it's more anything. like psychological even than... I've mm-hmm. seen that little lamb, baby. That's freaking baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number two, Nick just mentioned Titan um, because it's because <laughs> it literally baby. is wacky and horror. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. And then the number one is uh, it's Malignant. Malignant is a wacky horror film. In so many ways, in so many unintentional ways, and I feel like in so many intentional ways too. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay, Mike, your next top five. Oh, I went to uh, underrated. Underrated. There Damn. you go. There we go. Um, no order here. Fair. The last duel. Roar. Last duel. Underrated. <laughs> Very underrated. Well, I, I think it just flew under because it was uh, what's his name yelling about millennials when it came out. Really, Scott. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know if it's just a timing thing, but yeah, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with. I saw it. Yeah, you. I saw it. You commented on casting. Great. Great yep. casting. That's going to be, uh, that's uh, my next top five is best casting. That's my number one. There you yeah, go. I enjoyed it. Uh, also very stressful. Yeah, it's a stressful movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. The whole, uh, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, the Alpinist, that free climbing documentary. Okay. Uh, I didn't really hear anyone talk about it. And I it still was pretty it. wild. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Cumberbatch movie that came out this year that was about cats, kind of. And it was pretty delightful. It's the electrical life of Louis Wayne. Louis Wayne. I don't that's know about movie. this. Wow, that's a Benny D. Cumberbee movie. <laughs> that's a deep cut. Why don't you, why don't you ex- expound on that? <laughs> I don't know if I want to. Okay. Oh, I think that's all we need to know. A cat movie with Benedict? <laughs> How is this not the number one movie in the Bay Area right now? It's probably an artist people have heard of that are not me. Hmm. He's just like famous for sketching goofy little cats. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so it's a biopic. Yes. Got it. Okay. But uh, yeah, it was very delightful. A, uh, what are the other two? Oh, Small Engine Repair. The, uh, okay. The I Brent, knew nothing about it. The Burnthal movie. Was that yes. on, is that streaming? I feel it like is. that's on Hulu or something like it that. It is on Hulu. Okay. Um, I knew nothing about it. I saw the three actors, two of which I thought were the same person for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, also, put Shay Wingham in everything. Yeah, it, it takes a turn. 
And it gets wild. Yeah. It's based I, on a play. I, did you know that? Not until the credits rolled. Yeah, yeah. it's a play. Yeah. Yeah. It's I saw the trailer for it and I was like, hmm, I'm and, into this. And oh, uh, just watch this one. But there is a movie on Hulu, Stop and Go. It's two ladies road tripping during early COVID. Okay. It was hilarious. Okay. Handled uh, COVID uh, nonsense quite well, which, uh, you know, I've gotten tired of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm okay. Just, Interesting. Yeah, I never heard of that film. Uh, This Lewis Wayne movie you mentioned has Claire Foy and narrated by Olivia Coleman. Claire Foy. Yeah, there's a lot of Brits. Olivia Coleman. A lot of Brits in this. Wow. Okay. So now your not your movie. Not your movie. Best casting for me. (laughs) I did best casting. Number one, I already said last duel. Uh, yeah, go one through five. Matt Damon as as a, a that a, mullet itself. A, yeah, a mullet, best hair. A, a that was mullet perfect redneck. casting. Ben Affleck as a blonde. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Adam Driver is like hot and uh, terrifying, mysterious and terrible. All all really great. Yeah. And then on top of that, we have a soft spoken Kylo the Ren, Queen herself. Yeah. Role. Yeah. And then the Queen jo- Jodie Comer, who yeah. is underutilized in Hollywood. She can just be. She nobody can just like. I can just look at their face, process something like I can for her. Yeah, great facial expressions. Number two, uh, best casting, House of Gucci. They just they went for Ridley it. Scott, one they went two. for it and they got it, and I'm I'm happy about it. Whoever. Lady Gaga, yeah. you know all all the above. Uh, speaking of superstars and roles, Green Knight, number three, best Dev Patel. Give him, give him more. Uh, he always him is like a little whiny baby knight. Love whiny baby knights. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting role. Very interesting concept of the film. Number four, Zola, uh, directed by Janixa Bravo. Yep, that's uh, gr- great casting. Taylor Page, Riley Keough, two of the best cast people, and Coleman Domingo, mm-hmm. and and, All, and cousin Greg. Oh, and and Greg's you gotta, in you it. Gotta count cousin Greg. Tall ass Greg's in it too. Yeah. Uh, all also great and uh, Red Rockets purely for. Um, oh, still haven't seen it. Is it Rex? What's his name? Simon Rex. Simon Rex. Yeah. yeah. He, Simon, Simon Rex as a porn star just like checks out. And that's why the <laughs> dude, the person wrote the film was because of Simon Rex, right? He uh, had another movie he was going to do with Willem Dafoe, and then COVID happened, and mm-hmm. he was like, "I need to do something else." And he had talked to Simon before, and he was like, "I want to do a movie about Texas." And then he was like, he had the idea, and then he, the first guy he thought of was Simon, and uh, yeah. called him up, and Simon was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do it." Yeah. My next top five, top five uh, films where you're waiting for bad things to happen and they actually do happen. <laughs> so number five, uh, the go-to is uh, Nightmare Alley because you know that that train ain't that train ain't staying on tracks for for a long time. It's gonna fall apart. It was very uh-huh. the the whole concept of the film was very the mastery, the very uh-huh. very masterish. Like he's pulling the con, but um, it's, it's isolated. Like he doesn't have a following. Obviously, it's it just, did build up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number four, easy, easy go to malignant. Uh, you know things are gonna go sour, and they do go sour <laughs> yeah. in the most awesomely bad way as possible. <laughs> really enjoyed that, and the same can be spoken for my number three film, Nobody. Like you know, this guy's gonna be quiet and then just explode, but you don't know to the to the extent of how he's gonna explode and still cope with his injuries and still and still figure out how to blow somebody up with a grenade and a body shield. Well, and shout out to uh, nobody for saving Bob Odenkirk's life, apparently. Yeah. He, yeah. Said, he said that he 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 found out he got in shape for this and it changed everything. Changed everything yeah. about him. Yeah, he could have died. Yeah, he, he could have died on Better Call Saul. Yeah, it turns out that he he had he had like a disease or something. I don't remember. Yeah, really unfor- really unfortunate, but but fortunate that he caught that. Um number 2 is uh, we talked about it a little bit, but it's passing. Um, it was just the tension, the 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 slow the slow stakes building up into higher and higher stakes, and then eventually just encompassing to the final scene. 
Good um, ending on passing. Good ending. Good ending. And it's based on a book, so not saying a, a lot there. And then number one, of course, Zola, because if you never listen, if you never read the Twitter, uh, the the tweets by by Zola to make this film, then you know you you were <laughs> you were surprised in weird ways. That another top five imagine. I would like to do is movies under ninety minutes. Zola, yeah, under ninety minutes. Yeah, Zola's like 80, 84, 85. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tight, it's really tight. Excellent job, everyone. Yes, <laughs> excellent job yeah, all well around. Done. Yeah, you you do a movie, you just release it, and it's under ninety. <laughs> Minimum forty percent with a stellar cast, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nick, your last one. Best fights, real quick. Number five, Spider Man versus Doctor Strange. Good fight. Good fight. They each got to show their uh, show their little thing. If you give me interdimensional oh, good, fights, yeah. I'll take that ten out of ten times. Category. The yeah. best, the best thing to witness into a, in, in a movie, let alone on, on number a cinema four screen. fight. Number four fight. West Side Story dance fighting. Sure, I love dance fighting Great. when there's plies and spins and stuff with knives. Huge fan. Everything's very dramatic. Totally sweet. Number three, the nobody bus scene. Great. Uh, the last duel. The last duel. The, the last duel's great the fight. The titular duel. Yes. That part was the amazing. Really back and forth and battle. just brutal. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. As it should be. Like if if a knight's tale was shot the way that the last duel <laughs> jousting was shot, I would be like, what the fuck? This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, number one, Shang Shang Chi. Yep, Shang Chi bus scene, San Francisco. That's one of the greatest fight scenes in in the 21st century. I'll yeah, say that. You got to rep, uh, Stephen. Your last top five. Uh, top five unseen. So these are the top five movies that I haven't seen that I really want to see based on my scale. Uh, number five, Licorice Pizza, <laughs> uh, just because it's PTA. Um, but you know, I haven't seen Inherent Vice, so I'm not really, I'm not really gunning for watching Licorice Pizza anytime mm, soon. Still not streaming. Yeah. Uh, number four, Memoria, strictly based on the fact that, uh, according to the filmmakers, they will never release this film on streaming or on uh, <laughs> or on print release, and they're doing cool. it like a rotating museum. Uh, they cha- they changed that. Oh, they did. <laughs> now it's not going to be one print every. That just makes its way around the country. It's gonna be. It's gonna come out at one time for like a short period of time. But they're not gonna. But you have to watch it in theater. Yeah, you can't watch. Just you can never watch it on Criterion Collection or anything right. like that. Yeah. Which, which I think is is pretty cool, but with you know, t- with Tilda, with Tilda, yes, and well, it takes really, place in Colombia. Yeah, it's really important for the theater release. I've heard somebody talk about it before, but move on. Yeah, no, I get, what, I get what you're saying. Number three, Red Rocket. Um, I want to see Simon Rex uh, just lay it and, and be and be uh, snubbed. <laughs> you know, you said it, not me. Uh, number two, French Dispatch. I'm just missing out on on life uh, because I haven't seen this Wes Anderson film. But then again, I haven't seen underrated. At least two I would other. say people didn't really talk about it, and mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and then one that you didn't thoroughly enjoy, Tatan. <laughs> Tatan. <laughs> you have to see it so we can be like, what, together. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it next episode, probably. <laughs> Kyle, that that would be a movie you would turn off immediately. <laughs> yeah, pretty early on. You don't have to wait. Is it like Nocturnal anything. Animals? You just watch the first five minutes of Nocturnal Animals and think, this is a movie? And now it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. Kyle, what is your personal top five? My personal top five is TV shows. <laughs> Great. <the> <laughs> Great, because this is a TV podcast. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get my two cents. Um, I don't even know so what the fuck I'm saying. I do have to say before I made my list that I did not see Yellow Jackets, Yellow Jackets and Station Eleven, which I feel like could have qualified. So does that mean you're going to talk about them? They could have qualified. No. They could have qualified. <laughs> so we're going to watch them right now. They could have. No, yep. <laughs> I think that... Um, but just so I don't get criticized with my list, yeah, I, think I, like, haven't, I haven't seen I think that both you and your wife would enjoy both those shows. Awesome. Um, all right, top five. Uh, number five, I went with Invincible. Great show. Yep. Great show. Great show. Um, under uh, under the radar um, show, I feel like. First episode yeah. really fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, better. Uh, 
Uh, number four, I went with the crown because I got really addicted to that. You did? Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Show. Yeah. He, he's all <laughs> in did. on the crown. <laughs> the number one fall asleep show history. of all time. <laughs> yeah. The number one sleepy show. I don't know. My, my grandma's from uh, England. So like just her always talking about the royal family and then finally being able to see and like all of the drama. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Oh, the, the drama. drama and all the drama rounding. Oh, they're not actually like you know, perfect and all that well made out to be they are. So number three, Euphoria. Euphoria. I thought the second season was <laughs> the really sec- great. The second season? Okay, I think, yeah. does that qualify though? It's January. Know, it was of... a January release. It, it counts. Qualifies. It qualifies. Okay. Well, I thought the second season really good. Um, very artsy. Um, yeah. Okay. And then I got real hooked with Succession. Okay. Um, Nick pointed this out that, yes, they do have like one of the best like season finales. To a show, and well, I agree with that. In regards to season three, and that every every season they end pretty well. Yeah, they end pretty well. They yeah. they know how to they, they bookend it really. They well. know how to put an exclamation point on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like you're you're getting, and you're... then it ends up not mattering that much every time. And we <laughs> right. we fall. They can't keep getting away with this. Here's my <laughs> I mean, theory. I know every they're, single time you think it's gonna like finally. End. Yeah, because then the next season starts, and you're like, "Oh, wasn't that big a deal?" It's either a and you're like, "I love this shit." I'm telling you guys, it's either a paranoia move where they think they're going to get canceled every season, or it's a Damon Lindelof situation where it's like, "We don't know if the showrunner's uh, going to walk away." Don't bring up Steven's enemy, Damon Lindelof. I'm just letting you Steven. know, that's the strategy. Lost sucked. Number uh, one. What's your, number one. Number one. Number one. Quit game. Squids. Quid? Quid game? Squids. Squids. Squids, squids game. for the squids. We all know Kyle's a squids. I don't know if it was too like overrated, though, when it first came out, but I kind of watched it the wrong way, too. I watched, I watched it with all the dub actors. Oh, you didn't watch the subs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. So, I don't know. That just that still tells me that it was a... Did really you rewatch? Show. No, I didn't. You should do I, a rewatch. I should. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. stuck in The Sopranos right now, so that's a while. Wow. Like it's a burden. <laughs> Look at this guy. I know. <laughs> All right. That's my top five. Great. No, that's a good list. Good I'm list. If if we were talking about movies, I'd be proud of you. <laughs> nice. Now it's time for the Roscoe's, which are the real Rodden Oscars. Um, we're going to run through some categories for this year. Mm-hmm. First category, movie I wish I saw in theaters. Steven, who wins your Roscoe for that? It has to be Dune, uh, based on the fact that you needed to watch it with big speakers, with a big screen, um, fully yeah. isolated. Right when the theme song hits, it just goes. You're just like, Dune, 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 Dune. That would have been so loud in it the was, theaters. It but was, that was the point. Yeah, it was great. You need to immerse yourself into that crazy environment. Kyle, you're not going to rep, rep Zahn, Hans, Hans Zimmer's only Oscar win of all time? <laughs> I'm just, and I don't think it's his best score that he's done. Yeah, he didn't deserve it. <laughs> It was good. He made a new instrument for it. He invented an instrument for Doom. Yeah, yeah, really loud noises. Uh, my, no- my number one uh, wish I saw in theaters: Drive My Car. Yeah, still, still haven't seen it because I haven't watched it in theaters because oh. I know that it would be harder to. No, I just feel like I need to be forced to just be in quiet and read some subtitles and take in some visuals, and I feel like that's the right way to do it. I'm not sure I'm going to catch it in time. Though. No, you got to be in your. You're not going to watch it in theaters. You got to. You got to sit in your office, <laughs> dedicate yourself oh, to being monitor. fully isolated. Book yeah. <laughs> yeah. the conference room. That. Yeah, because that's what you got to do. You just got to sit down and and just get through it. You can't watch it in pieces. You have to watch it in in, in whole. Yeah, uh, Mike, this one was tricky. I had to go you, back through. You like, probably saw most of yours in theaters. Well, I like made a point 
Yeah, I was going to the movie specifically to see like most of those, you know, your your Spider-Mans. Yeah, the big your movies. things that you want to see. Big your tickets. Dunes. Yep. Um, so I had a, I got it down to two. It was either In the Heights. Okay. Uh, fun, enjoyable, loud. Yeah. Or Annette for not sure why. <laughs> just, for, yes. just for pure yeah. wonder. Yeah. That would have been awesome in the theater. Yeah, yeah I think so too. <laughs> Sometimes you got to watch weird movies in theaters just to get, like you said, for about Tatan, just to get Ooh, the reactions yeah. of the Annette audience. would have probably had a good... The opening scene of, of Annette is actually like pretty enthralling. That's in my, my scenes list, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, then it was a straight up trick because it got weirder. After. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now I need it. Now I need a Sparks Brothers, this Spike Jones, Charlie Kaufman film. <laughs> That's what I need. Well, Edgar Wright's uh, apparently his good movie of the year uh, was Annette, a Sparks uh, Brothers. Oh, the, the Sparks doc. Still yeah. haven't watched it. Yet. Still haven't watched it either. I haven't watched that either. Uh, it. Kyle, movie you wish you saw in theaters? I'll say Dune. I oh, really? Because like, it really says nothing because streaming works. That's your original answer. I put that on purpose to piss you off. Uh, I'm going to say Dune. It triggered me. I'm not going to lie. Right when I saw it, <laughs> I, was just gonna, I was ready to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> You're still holding on. Let go. Yeah, that's Kyle to us about movie theaters. <laughs> he keeps telling us. Exactly. Uh, next category, Drunk Movie of the Year. Yeah, it's, a, it's an all-time. Uh, all-timer. I have two nominees for myself. And it was Venom, uh, colon, Let There Be Carnage. Yep. Great drunk movie. Uh, the drunker you are, the more you'll enjoy it, in my opinion. Number two, um, I saw High, which might have been worse. Counts. We'll count it. Yeah. Uh, Moonfall. Uh, Moonfall. <laughs> Moonfall. <laughs> Excellent. Roland Emmerich. Wait, Excellent. when did... Oh, okay. Moonfall was like yeah. a November it, release. Ca- no, no, it was... I don't know. Like February? It, no, yeah, it, was, February. it was later this year. It was later this year. No, no. Moonfall just came out like a month ago. I don't know if it technically counts for this mo- calendar year. So if it doesn't, I'm happy to yeah, push that. Yeah, please reuse that. I'm going to no, push that to next one. year. I'm going to push it to next year. No, yeah, keep it. Yeah, keep it for next year. Moonfall's awesome, yeah. There was a giant moon on the red carpet. We have to talk about that next year. <laughs> yeah, do you see the worm on the red carpet from Dune? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> is, um, it, is it under 25? No. No, it is not. Sadly. Okay. Uh, I, I had I, I had someone at the school basically come up and tell me, you have to review this movie. The <laughs> The official release was January 31st, 2022. Okay, so it does count. It does count. Uh, fucking great movie. Also, is what is the moon? <laughs> have you guys ever really thought, have yeah. you guys ever thought about that? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I trust the science. Uh, tie goes in, tie goes out. Can't explain that. The drunk film that I chose is either Venom, Let There Be Carnage, or the film series that that you must watch, both sober and inebriated, just to get the full effect. Uh, has to go to Jackass Forever. So it's a it's a toss up between those two. I'll, I think, I'll, I'll I think now to I think this one you have to watch sober because they were all sober while they were doing. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, now they're all so old that they can't do drugs anymore. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, did watch that this weekend. Oh, you did. Yeah. Good, good for you. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What was the start? What's right letterbox? There. What do you letterbox? Stars. I mean, probably just average. Like it's <laughs> so average again, film. like it's, it's an a, episode of the show Jackass. It's so. a three. Yeah, it's a three. Um, Hi, yeah. this is Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Good God. Yeah. It was more concerning just seeing some things and realizing that, oh, right, this is that thing I watched in middle school. Yeah. 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 This is from 19 years ago. More than that. Mike, your, uh, your drunk movie of the year. Oh, I'm excited. Guys, we got a hat trick. Uh, Venom. 
will be in a movie. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, see? there you go. That's <laughs> a great drunk Colin, experience. Colin, Let There Be Carnage. It's a good movie. I'm convinced out, it's a good movie you're now. You're throwing out the background of, of what Carnage is and what that character <laughs> should be about and what Venom should be about. Like, everybody gets made into Venom in that movie. Like, Michelle Williams. <laughs> Michelle Williams spends time as Venom in that movie, which is just awesome. <laughs> like, if I was Michelle what? Williams, I'd be like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, did you just say what? Did you not watch Yeah, I haven't it? seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, Michelle Williams is Venom for a portion of that probably movie. Why I didn't, I, that's probably why I didn't put it, because I haven't seen it yet. So it's yeah, okay. I feel left out. Yeah, Kyle, what's your uh, number oh, one? Oh, I, uh, I am using this category as an excuse to put in Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay. Because I assume... Oh, uh, I'm allowed to, like, interpretate this yeah, drunk yeah, category, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, because I think whoever's responsible for Jungle Cruise... <laughs> got drunk, made it, and forgot that the night before they were actually just watching Pirates of the Caribbean the night before they were watching- and remade the movie. I can't wait till Splash Mountain's a movie. <laughs> oh, joke's on you. They made it. It's called Princess and the Frog because that's what they're updating the ride to. Yeah. Songs of the oh, South. I did not was, know that. Songs of the South was the old guy. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, they're getting rid no, of song, all the songs of the South. Uh, I'm so mad they got rid of it. Yeah. Did you ever follow that Twitter thread about the person who was like, whenever I ride past the fox in the uh, in the Splash Mountain, he always says things like, "I'm your dad. Come over here to me." What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Google it and you'll find out. Okay, <laughs> Kyle, what's your uh, Kyle? What's your drunk movie of the year? Mine's uh, Mortal Kombat. Do, 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 do. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good drunk movie. Uh, did, did wanted you see it to it? be a little bit like <laughs> uh, it's pretty. It's pretty violent, but I, I also wanted more be. of that. And yeah, I wanted more of that though. Um, real good drunk movie. I could see that. There's a lot of fate. Do do they say the uh, the catchphrase? I think someone get over here. Like, Mortal Kombat. Say the oh, word no. fatality once. He does like, say uh, finish him. Or do one they do of them that? does say your soul. Uh, what's his name? Says your soul is mine. Your soul right? is mine. <laughs> yeah. I think there are a couple more, but I can't remember. Okay. Well, speaking of not remembering things, now it's time for the category movie I remember the name of, but nothing about. We talked about mine earlier. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead I watched, allegedly. I remember that people were involved in that movie and that there were probably zombies or something of the sort. Yeah, that's it. And also, uh, it's a tie with so- nice. No Sudden Move, the Soderbergh movie, which one, <laughs> I which I liked and was good, but I also don't remember a thing about. It's like every Steven Soderbergh movie. <laughs> right. You don't really know what it's about. Uh, I watched the new Soderbergh movie. Who he also gets yeah. to just make one thing a year now. Yeah, he, he makes like two a year. He yeah. makks, yeah, he'll just, make he, one on his iPhone and then one with he, actual he reti- he, Yeah, he retired and then he was like, nah, I just want to make two movies a year. Yeah, I, I <laughs> and make, or one TV show and one movie a year. Yeah, I'll executive produce this movie. And keep his insane diary where he watches like like th- three medias every day and keeps track of all of them. Yeah. And he releases it at the end of the year. Yeah, he's my it's hero. Awesome. Uh, it's one of the Fear Streets. I feel like it's Fear Street Part 3. <laughs> I know the general story. I saw all three of them pretty much consecutively. We, I mean, I probably watched two in one day and then one the okay. next day. Um, but yeah, it's part. I think Part 3 is the one I don't remember the most. I haven't most. seen Part 2 or 3 yet, so don't spoil them. <laughs> part 2, I think, is the best one. Uh, part 3. That's the re- 70s one, right? Yeah, yeah. it's the camp. The camp one and uh, man, part one's a wild, wild journey. Part one was good. Yeah, yeah, scary, it's good. Scary though. Yeah, it's good. Scary. <laughs> uh, Mike, runner up, Beckett, one of the four hundred Netflix movies that came out last year. Probably uh-huh. a movie. Uh, 
John David Washington? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just running real exasperated around Italy, <laughs> oh, maybe? Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. he's searching for his sister? Is that that movie? Or is that something different? He gets, like, framed in the beginning, and then, yeah. like, two hours went by. And, oh, uh, my God. Yeah. I watched Beckett. Yeah, I watched this movie. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, okay, this might be, um, yeah, might have to take the place for me, too. Although my, my winner is The Many Saints of Newark. Okay. Okay. Yeah, still haven't seen it. I got nothing. I hear I it's terrible. It. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, great. Wow, go. Alicia, Vic- Alicia Vikander and Vicky Kripes were in Beckett. <laughs> two of like... And Boyd Holbrook. Two of my girls. Yeah, and your guy, Boyd yeah, Holbrook. Yeah, and my guy, Boyd. Oh, Boyd. Fernando Cito. Oh, boy, not him again. <laughs> oh, Boyd Holbrook, your... Uh, Kyle. Uh, this may be a cop-out. It is a cop-out. But I couldn't think of anything, and I was trying to think about this movie, and I couldn't differentiate between... The one that came out a few years ago and this director's cut. That's oh, no. unfortunate. Yeah. And so I just felt like I wasted four hours of my life. Uh, together, uh, Justice altogether, that's like seven hours of your life. I disagree. No, I, I, I disagree. I think I think you're incorrect, but okay. <laughs> I trust Am I Kyle. the only one here that likes the director's cut? I trust of, Kyle of on all this the, one. All the DC movies? Now I, we know who just, Steven voted for like... in the fan poll. <laughs> I don't like director's cuts, and I know this They're necessary. movie had issues, but it's just it's just like an excuse of, oh well, we made this version and it wasn't good, so oh, but we really have this version, Kyle, <laughs> so let's you. release it to make more money. I'm telling but Kyle, you. you're telling me you don't remember the exact moment when the Flash no. entered Speed Force? <laughs> no, so they that's why they showed that scene yesterday. I was like, when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> that's that's when Bruce Wayne had his uh, had his moment in Dawn of Justice. Come on, it all connects. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Next category. Crying movie of the year. Yeah. There's a lot. Steven. There was a lot. Um, What was your number one crying movie? The only one that I like really remember crying uh, uh, in in more than three times. More than three times, which is a lot to say. This is actually one of my least crying movie years so far. Thanks for making me feel like a (laughs) terrible person. It's Coda. Uh, Coda. I don't know why, but at that exact moment, at at exact at that exact time, the the singing sequences, the the interactivity with her family, and and this and wanting to be independent, uh, struck a chord, I guess. And uh, yeah, had yeah. a lot of emotional moments in that film. No, it's good. Don't the, know why. The 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 truck bed when she's singing. Yep. Good scene. The beginning. The beginning when yeah, she's singing too, when yeah. she's singing that, that that one song. Yeah. The 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 song that um Pretty Lights sampled. Mike, uh, your crying movie of the year. Ooh, the backup was Our Friend, mm-hmm. which was um uh, what's his name? Jason Siegel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's it's good. I did not see that. I didn't see um, it. Good movie though? It's yeah. About, yeah, it's about like a throuple. I, I just know the it's like uh, a throuple movie. Yeah, yeah. I just know. <laughs> It's what it is. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, other than that, though, Flea will probably uh, yeah, be yeah, my, yeah. my more legitimate one. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's, yeah. That's Flea, a I, I don't have it anywhere else, but I did all, I did want to talk about it, and I thought it was really great. If I had a top five, I was going to make another top five of top five uh, snubbed films. That was the number Ooh. one snubbed film of all of all. Nominated time. three categories. Nominated three categories in one. Squat. First time any movie has been nominated. Was one of them animation? Animated, okay. documentary, international. Didn't win. Squat. Boo. Yeah. Uh, my runner-up, this is a spoiler. Spoiler. If you haven't seen it, No Time to Die. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I got, crying? Yeah, yeah, crying film for got, him. Got a little teary eyed at the end of No Time to Die. 
It was pretty emotional. Yeah, the end of the Daniel Craig era. Sure, it, sure it is. <laughs> it, got, it got to me, the end of the Daniel Craig. I was just like, man, I, I'm going to miss him as Bond, actually. I'm going to miss him as Bond. I think he's great. Uh, you're going to miss him as Bond. You're going to miss the Bond franchise in general because he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a spoiler. We, we avoided it He killed him five seconds <laughs> he ago. He killed himself. He's dead. Uh, and then, uh, come on, come on's my my winner. Okay. Uh, just a lot of there's a lot of conversations. Dad, dad's on drama. Yeah, a lot of uh, conversations with children that are too real for the child and too real for the adult that all happen kind of at the same time, and you uh, have to deal with them in in real time. And okay. it's uh, just about conversations and being honest with each other and people. And it, there's a lot to take in. Kyle, your crime movie of the year. I feel like I probably would have put Coda if I saw it. Um, but I'm going Luca. That's good. Uh, the end, where his friend his friend uh, gets him the ticket to go to school. Yeah, he gets on the kind train. Kind of teared up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he gets on the train. After, it's very sad. When the boy, when yeah, the boy turned sad. into a fish, you were like, like happy, happy, no, yeah. You're happy for boy. <laughs> Somebody didn't watch the film. I didn't see Luca. I, hey, yo, what the fuck? I'm going to do, do a triple feature because I did not watch Raya. I didn't watch Luca. I didn't watch Raya. And Turning Red is now Ray on. Kanto? So I'm yeah. going to do... Um, I did oh, watch it. I did watch, did watch Encanto. Encanto that was honorable mention uh, uh, in Kanto for a crying film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, next category. I had a good time. Movie of the year. <laughs> Flash movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine we talked about. Old. How? Everybody <laughs> hit the beach. <laughs> We're going to the beach. That makes you old. Uh, I, I knew the twist. I knew the twist. I knew everything that was going to happen. Still had a really good time watching this movie. It was awesome. Wow. You have to see old if you haven't seen it. It's so stupid and fun. <laughs> is it like going? Is it is it going back to the old school M Night Shyamalan where it's like, oh, what a twist, it's but not really. It's kind of like uh, it's village esque as village in, twist. In okay. like, um, and no. that you're like, why are these people here? What is happening? And then you're like, oh, typical <laughs> Gail <Okay>. Garcia Bernal. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I still haven't seen it, so that would. That would probably also go on my list of wish I saw it at the theater. Oh yeah, yeah. Old would be pretty fun to see in a theater. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's the comments. it's the first movie he shot outside of uh, outside of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it's a weird movie. He filmed Lady in the Water <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Highly recommend. How? How? I think that all. I think that every person on this podcast is gonna like Old, and you got to check it out. Okay. Kyle, you you're Are gonna you like old? it. It's yeah, yeah. dub. It's stupid and Go awesome. Ahead, Mike. <laughs> Um, ooh, uh, I had two that I really couldn't decide between. So, Bad Trip. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, I really enjoyed that movie. That, it, if yeah. I had watched the rest of it, it would have been on my family drama, <laughs> make me want to throw up stressful movies. Might be better than Jackass Forever. Might I, be. I would rank it above Jackass Forever. It has a better, it has a better, obviously, plot line, but right. it has better pranks, I think, I think They're too. pretty good. Yeah. I would have enjoyed also, um, the, some of the best parts of Jackass were the... The pranks around unsuspecting folk. Yes. That's my jam. That's always the best so, part. Yeah, that's always the best that, part. More of that, please. Yeah. Um, and Barb and Star. Oh, go Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah. yeah, okay. I still need to watch that. I hear nothing but good things I haven't about seen that it, 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 it was wild. Kyle, movie, good time movie of the year. Uh, mine's Spider-Man because Spider-Man. it was the first time I went back to the movie theater in two years. Good job, Kyle. Ooh. What a good movie to go see. I, I like that. The first thing I saw back was Black Widow and that just like felt good. Mm. Like just bam, Marvel movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Was the first movie I saw, no, it was Venom. 
It was then a leather cards. <laughs> that was the first thing I saw. All right, so uh, yeah, it doesn't apply to all cases, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what mine was. It was either that or Shang-Chi, one of the, one of the others, right. which also is my movie of the year, is Shang-Chi. Mine might, mine might have been Shang-Chi, actually. Yeah. Shang-Chi yeah. was a good return to uh, film, because that was, what, June release, May release? Yeah. Yeah, I think it might have been yeah, that. It was, yeah. it was a good time. It was like I, May, I think. Marvel doesn't do en- We talked about this before, but Marvel doesn't do enough like kung fu stuff, and, and they, I thought that it was the... It's the best way to fight. It's about bloody time film. Yeah, no, what great fight scenes? Except that Aquafina learned how to shoot a bow and arrow in like a very short amount of time. Yeah, (laughs) well, you know, she had Chinese mysticism. Uh, Kyle, Spider Man was my runner up. Uh, I, I hadn't had between two Marvel films, but but I went to a theater where I was like, it was a pretty full theater. The only che- there there was cheering in the beginning when Matt Murdock came on screen, but it was two people cheering. It's pretty sick. And then after they cheered, they were like, "Okay, I guess we're not doing that." And they didn't cheer for the rest of the movie. <laughs> really respect <laughs> their only, really only respect that. Yeah. Well, no, they were like they were like, "Okay, everybody's gonna clap at this part." And then those two people clapped, and then nobody else clapped, and they're like, "Okay, I guess we're not clapping for the rest of the movie." That's, that's one right, of my favorite. Play. That's Got one it. of my favorite cinema film film moments of all time is you describing that story. Like, I really enjoy that it's Marvel Marvel. Nerds getting put in there. That's place. my number two uh, movie memory of the year, but uh, I have a number one memory of the year that we'll, we'll talk get about to it. later. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, uh, music moment of the year, the next category. Um, mine would. Mine is a three three way tie. I'll say. Oh, I'll like say a, thruple, it's a, a thruple tie. It's a thruple tie. <laughs> um, honorable mention will will go to all of Get Back because of uh, you know the musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Components. Haven't committed to no that day yet. Neither have I. Neither have I. I've <laughs> that, have barely seen half of part one. I count. I count it as a movie because I only watched part one. That was exactly. a, that was an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the one scene of that movie where you see Paul come up with the song, you're just like that. Okay, okay, yeah. I, that was insane. The achievement itself deserves to be recognized on this podcast of, of getting all that film in and compiling it and restoring it. Um, but, it's, but it's honestly a toss-up between uh, the, 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 me not getting sick of the song All That I Need in Coda because she sings it ad nauseum, but as, <laughs> as, as she said, because she's trying to remember it and practice it, whatever. But the tap dancing scene in Jackass Forever is one of the greatest musical uh, sequences. Her, in- jo- her Joni Mitchell singing is actually pretty good. It's good. Yeah. No, it's good. I like the Joni Mitchell. I still haven't seen Jackass, so I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Well, you're going to enjoy it because there's a lot of musicians in that scene. Yeah, Mike. Music moment of the year. Pigeons from... Uh- yeah. <laughs> we already discussed. <laughs> from Tom and Jerry. Um, I think I narrowed down to two, but when I was trying to go back and think up some music moments, I did want to preface... Uh, it is not no more Nirvana covers. I was trying to think back, <laughs> think and we're, we're gonna good. discuss this next like, year. <laughs> yeah, one thing one thing I remembered in the short list of music things was the opening of Black Widow had uh, a weird, sad, smells like Teen Spirit cover. Yeah, that and was weird. I fast forwarded to present day where uh, post Batman the Batman that occurred, and yep, once a year. Once a year. So I'd prefer if we could stop doing that. Mike, we're that old. You need to realize that. We're that old where Nirvana is like kitschy now. Where where Led Zeppelin was kitschy for the previous generation, oh, that's what Nirvana is to yeah, us. Now. I really hate that every trailer is like old song sung oh, there's uh sung by a sung by a, sung a new artist sung in by a slower, non-binary in a person way. in a with a guitar. And then you're like, okay, I guess I get it. But the the two music moments that did make the list were and I of I got the band, but not the song title. So uh, look them up. Uh, Tatan. Sure. Yep. The uh, 
Future Islands yes. scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene that included the Future Islands song. And the other option here is from Flea that had a Daft Punk. Yeah, uh, it did. Is that the, there. the, the, House, the ending the part? From yes, yeah. which was also a very mm-hmm. satisfying part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Flea. Snubbed. A lot going on. Number one snubbed mo- movie, even though it was... I know a movie was good because I watched that, and then I watched it again because I was like, I wasn't paying close enough attention to it. Yeah. yeah. And so I just like did it over, <laughs> yeah. it, which is just how you know that you might have enjoyed something, right. which you don't feel that much anymore. <laughs> right. uh, my number one music moment, uh, a movie called Bergman Island. There's an ABBA song. I've been getting into ABBA recently for some reason. Uh, they got their new album. You're pumped. Oh, maybe it. that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, 40 years later. Yeah, but there is the uh, winner take it all ABBA song that uh, Mia Washa, Wasachowski, 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 however you have. We still haven't figured out how to say her name five years later. Okay. But she does a nice dance sequence to it. Yeah. All I need to see. That was yeah, great. I keep hearing about Bergman. Movie was good. It, it was good. Uh, yeah. I thought that I needed to know more about Bergman. <laughs> no, you don't. I yeah. don't. Yeah, I yeah. didn't really need to. No. I, I was worried that I was. I heard that you get like a new level of enjoyment if you have if you do know about him. But but yeah, yeah there's there's a really great music moment in that. Uh, the number two is pigeons uh, singing "Can I Get It." Sure. Yeah. Kyle. Kyle, you don't have a musical no, moment. Kyle's, Kyle's music moment is no. the part of Dune. No, it's Bruno. We don't talk about yeah, Bruno. We don't no. talk about Bruno. Come on, Kyle. Scene of the year. Scene of the year. Uh, we'll start with Mike. Mike, what's your scene of the year? All right, so I got two honorable mentions real quick. Yeah. We already talked about them, but double bus fights last year. Double Nobody bus fights. And two bus fights, yep. Fantastic. Well, I'll, throw that, I'll throw that in the, in the hat race for me. Um, and do. then also reference it, uh, the beginning of the net was super weird in a good way. Right. And then it, it kind of didn't like, continue. Yeah, exactly. You're which like, bummed me out. You're like, if this is what's going to um, be like, I'm into it. And yeah. then it just wasn't at all. <laughs> but I did appreciate that. Um, the, the winner is going to go to the van driving sequence from licorice pizza that's yeah that okay. is also my that's what i got that is also my number one scene of the year yeah that's what i keep hearing this is another reason why i kind of want to watch licorice pizza okay we won't say too much scenes. about it but there is a, a scene that is balls to the wall is the only way i could really describe like the I, gas crisis is in this movie yeah, as a character i was yeah, like i was like yeah. actually i mean it was a character in the 70s i'm yeah, not gonna lie i was like actually on the edge of my seat and like not breathing for that whole scene and it was good there's like a 15 minute sequence in that whole movie that is just like undeniably <laughs> like great to watch Okay, so, you know, uh, you know I look also, forward to it. Also, my scene of the year. PTA put this movie on streaming. You coward! It's all <laughs> he, he doesn't have to. It's actually uh, it's uh, so the new the new multiverse movie. Uh, everything all at once, everywhere, wherever. Yes, everything, everything all at once. That I cannot wait to watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, that movie is one of three movies to make forty thousand dollars per screen that it's on. That is the other wild. the other two movies, Spider Man and Licorice. Licorice Pizza. Wow, weird. That's okay. incredible. Yeah. Mine is like like you said, uh, Mike. It's the toss up between the two bus scenes, but also the fight scene from *Malignant*. I'm gonna give it that because the <laughs> twist was so wild, and then it just escalated. It was as it was as if like James Wan saw Lee Wannell's fight scenes from uh, *Invisible Man* and *Upgrade*, Ooh. and was like, "I'm gonna do you one better," and then and then just did it his way. 
Oh, it did have an upgrade vibe. Yeah, to very upgrade. He um, kind of a, he's in that family of he, him and Lee Wano made Saw. Yeah, yeah right, they're, right, they're, right. they're collab. They were former collaborators. It, what I'm thinking of is the meme slash gif, what have you, of the man like throwing a match in the the backyard fire pit, and then everything somehow immediately catches on fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's what occurred. Yeah, <laughs> that's that exactly scene. what happened. It was a giant. It was a giant fire of just epic, dan- epic fight dancing. And then, uh, but but I gotta give it to, um, I gotta give it to. She'll never. She never won an award, and she, I don't think she ever will. It's the actress who played Orsine Williams dressing down uh, Richard and King Richard. That one scene in the Andre kitchen. Alice. Yes, I thank you. Yeah. Um, but yes, that one scene where. She puts this dude in his place as best as she can. That I think that was a that was a quintessential scene. That that could have been an Oscar winning scene if it if it didn't go to um, Anita from West Side Story. I need an Oscar is what she said. Kyle, what's your number one scene of the year? I went with the Shang Chi bus scene. Yeah, it's fair. It's a so, great scene, and it takes place in San Francisco. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so there's the funny there's funniness the, to it. The behind the scenes of it is awesome. BTS too. is Just great. Watching those. Cars get just decapitated. <laughs> Love it. Have you seen that? It's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. I yeah. also, uh, it's great if you can track it down somehow, but there is, I don't remember if it was a SF oh, MTA yeah, 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 yeah. It was. person or he was from a different what have you. Yeah. Uh, but he had a Twitter thread of just like, not critiques entirely, but like just notes on like what would have occurred, what a bus driver would have done here, and like <laughs> what how that line functions. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was really that was a really good that was a really good thread. All of us have taken the bus in San Francisco. So yeah, we we've all, all taken Muni with those accordion buses. We all know what happens. <laughs> yeah, we all get it in traffic. In traffic. <laughs> They they know how to drive in traffic. Who won the year? Time to time to pick a couple winners. Uh, streamer of the year. Streamer of the year. Um, it definitely wasn't Amazon. Amazon got buried. Not, not this a year. very good year. For not me. a very well. Be, I, I think, think they were too busy I, doing I the acquisition. Think. They were too busy getting the getting the MGM acquisition. It's really hard to keep down. it straight a lot of the time. To be honest, yeah, because they were there. I mean, they had great TV throughout the year, but their movies were subpar. The only one was the Tender Bar, which was. Not a good movie. Yeah. No, 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 no. And, yeah. the, and the Tomorrow War. <laughs> yeah, we all know that was a fantastic hit with Chris Pratt. Uh, Let him voice more things. <laughs> yeah. Make I, him Mario. <laughs> That's the first thing I think of when I see Chris Pratt. I'm like, make him, can he? Can we make him Mario? That Is boy's going to be the future voice of Mario. <laughs> I think the top streamer of this year would have to go to Disney Plus just based on the fact of their acquisition of 20th Century Fox and them migrating a lot of titles over to Disney let alone multiple Oscar nom- nominated well, films. Movie wise, though, Disney Plus really? I don't. Well, know they, they, they have what, they're housing West Side Story right now. They okay, have yeah, Encanto. Yeah, they right have there, Raya. Right there. Okay. They have um. What's the what's, Luca was on there. Luca was on there. Oh yeah, all obviously. the Disney movies. <laughs> all the Disney slash Pixar films. They have Get Bag, which which didn't which wasn't theatrical. Was supposed to be a movie. Supposed to be theatrically released, but until wasn't. the COVID happened, and then Peter Jackson was like, uh, "I'm going to make this a 40 hour movie." <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to count them because. Not talking about TV, just the Marvel chaos that occurred last Marvel, year, yeah. plus the yeah. was they season two of Mandalorian, and then the new, yeah. you know, all the new year. shows. Yeah, just but way but that's too much TV. Going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it. I think it belongs to Disney okay. Plus. If not, it has to go to HBO Max because that was their game plan from the jump. Agreed. Yeah. 
But HBO Max blew it. That's my thing. They blew it in that they kept taking things they kept in taking and out. Things of, off. They didn't really that made figure, no sense. They didn't really <laughs> figure out how to zero, do it. Like they were sense. just like, we're going to put the movie in right. theaters and on HBO Max at the same time for yep. like 30 days. And then we're going to take them both out of both yep. of them? The window was real small. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Because yeah. they came back quickly. Especially if it's original stuff. Some of them came back quickly. It's not like that Dune just came back and that was like four months ago. <laughs> yeah. No, I... You're preaching to choir. Dune could have maybe won Best Picture if they just left it on. <sighs> 30 days or, earlier. Or just like in January like 20th, right before Oscar voting. Bring, There's no point. Bring Dune back. And There's then no point for them to do it. that because for their TV shows, they leave on. There's no them getting getting rid of their TV shows. Netflix, they do the right thing where they all encompass their movies and TV shows and say, they're here. They're going to be here forever unless you buy me out. And that's what they did with the, the TV shows. That's the why that's why, that's why Hulu is getting my vote because... Uh, I can't tell you how many times I just like would randomly go back to Hulu. I was like, why am I going to Hulu? And then I would just watch another movie on Hulu. Hulu's a dark horse. Flea (laughs) on Hulu. Pig on Hulu. Spencer. Spencer Spencer on Hulu. Uh, uh, Summer Soul. Vacation Friends. Vacation (laughs) Friends. My my only answer was going to be not Netflix. And I think Hulu is a good example where they balance out a lot of just like Bergman Island. Crappy things and like mediocre stuff. Bergman Island on Hulu? Yes. And but they have but the, like King, the, the classy King, stuff. The Kingsman is also on there. Netflix. <laughs> Their mix has, is very eclectic. Yeah, yes. Netflix last yes. year released like 400 original movies, yes. and a couple of them were very good. It's all market driven. Out of a hundred, yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. totally get that. No, I, I see exactly what you and mean. And yet like. they spent like a hundred million on like Red Notice, yeah, which doesn't help anyone. Adam Project. There will I, definitely be two more of those. I'm yeah. gonna watch Red Notice. There's at, at least point. two more of those. I really no, it's not just they. Greenlit two more fantastic red notices. It's just insane to me. No, yeah, they're they're great. Hulu's Hulu's very uh, dark uh, horsey. T- they Titan Titan on Hulu now. Uh, Kyle, yours was HBO, right? Yes, they did. I think they do have the best movies of the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the contrarian though and see. Ultimately, but I think they fucked it up. I think ultimately, movie theaters did the right thing this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by just existing and saying, hey, we're gonna come back. Like just saying we're gonna come well, back we'll and then show it, whatever we'll see. we can. Move, if Movie Pass can figure it out God this summer, it. this summer, <laughs> us three are gonna be back on Movie Pass. We're gonna be ready to roll. And you, sir, are you? Are they really to trying to make a comeback? Yeah. Pass? Me and Stephen have been talking about it, Mike. We don't know where you where you stand on the. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait. Because you were you were a big you were the I ultimate. I saw movie. more than I ever saw in a theater. You were the beta uh, tester. Yeah. yeah. Actors and actresses of the year. Uh, we're gonna pick our number one. Person of the Year, here are the nominees. Andrew Garfield, three films, Tick, Tick, Boom, Spider-Man No Way Home, Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, spoiler alert for if you didn't know he was in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, John Bernthal, five movies, Those Who Wish Me Dead. We didn't talk about the Fireman movie. Oh, yeah. We don't need uh, to. King Richard, Small Engine Repair, Many Sins in Newark, and The Unforgivable, uh, the Sandra Bullock movie. Oof, that right. is straight Oof. up bad. <laughs> I don't know. That, that wasn't even bad enough to make the top five. Uh, Timmy Chally... May, he was in Dune, Don't Look Up, and Friends Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Aquafina, four movies. Uh, she was Shang-Chi. She was in Raya. She was in Swan Song and Yuba County. They previously mentioned Yuba County. Yep. And uh, Adam Driver, House of Gucci. Last, he, this is maybe his fourth straight year of being in multiple movies in a year. He gets work. He, get, he does work. Uh, Zendaya, Malcolm and Marie, 
She was the voice of Lola Bunny in Space Jam. That's crazy. She was also. Okay. That's uh, what I, she, I was wondering why she's on this list. Yeah, she was also kind <laughs> of in Dune. Year. She was also kind of uh, mostly in Spider Man, and she was definitely in Euphoria, which is a TV uh, show. TV show, so not quite counts. Tom Holland, Uncharted, a uh, box Bad office, box office success, apparently, allegedly, uh, from what they tell us, and then two terrible movies, Cherry and. Chaos Walking. Good old uh, Chaos, Chaos Walking. Walking was an unbelievable movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that we watched and don't remember. No thanks. Uh, and then recently added, recently added John Cena. <laughs> what John Cena. We, what we John Cena every time. <laughs> oh, I thought of a, another one when I was looking at this. Yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Dafoe, oh, Dafoe, Dafoe I wanted to bring up too yeah. because of his three films, right? The French Dispatch. Yep. Card Counter. Oh, he was in Card Counter. Okay. Spider-Man. Yep. Nightmare Alley. Yep. That was wow, that's it. that's yeah, a lot four. of good supporting work from Willem. Right yeah, there. all uh, keyword supporting. Keyword supporting. We are, Willem, we are a Willem podcast, so we. I, yeah, it's, I don't have the facts, but also I feel like there is a equal to these numbers Jesse Plemons in the past year. Um, so he did Dog Power. Obviously, he did. <laughs> he was in Antlers. He was in Antlers. He was in Antlers. Okay, okay. Um, we didn't watch that. It's a tough list. We usually there there is somebody that stands out a little bit more than somebody else, but you have to take in everything into account. You have to the number which of is fun how prolific they are, but <laughs> also in Jungle Cruise. Also how big a <laughs> right. role. Also and Judas how, and the Black Messiah. Okay. Also yeah. how big of roles they have, but also like the impact they had in those roles, and then you. Pull it all together and you say, who won the year? Who won your 2021? If, Kyle, if Kyle, you yeah. Kyle, you first. Choose somebody that won 2021. I'm going to go Andrew Garfield because he got non- nominated for Tick, Tick, Boom. Right. But he was also in Spider-Man. He was, biggest he, movie of the year. Of Tammy he, Faye, which, which, he, which Eyes of Tammy Faye was also nominated for yeah. He kind of stole the he show in well. Spider-Man too. He kind of did. I would agree. He yeah, was he maybe did. the best part of that Peter movie. Peter number three. Yeah, yeah. Even though, yeah, he's considered. Peter I think that's good, three. Kyle. I think that's. I think. You think with a... him getting nominated and doing other work on top of that, where, I mean, I don't know how much Denzel or yeah, none of the other Will Smith did, yeah. or some of the other actors did, but Denzel was in two movies, but one of them wasn't a good movie, and one of them was a not even that much better movie. Yeah. Um, so there's that. <laughs> oh, uh, the, Good, was the, it Little Things? Little Things. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of last Jared year, Little. though, right? Yeah. No, it counts. I thought that was January. I thought it was dumb January. It was a. It was a HBO Max premiere. No, I agree with you, Kyle. Um, Kyle might be right. Garfield might have won the year. I think that he... He won the year in regards to impact. His movies had the most impact. And he had a really good... uh, He had a really good, like, press tour, too. Yes. Like, where he always stayed kind of in consciousness of people. Yes, he was (laughs) always on the radar. I did feel bad for him that he had to deny being in Spider-Man for, like, a very long time. Right, right. So (laughs) And he handled that really well, which probably boosts him up even a little bit more. Look, in in a straight numbers game, it would easily go to John Bernthal. But what no, movies go, do you no, remember John Bernthal no, from this year? The numbers game goes to Eric Roberts. Oh, who, we don't even want to mention Who Eric was Roberts. in 21 <laughs> movies last year. Or Lil Ray, maybe. Lil, Lil Rel, Lil, yeah. He had a lot of supporting <laughs> Lil Rel was in five, I think. But I looked it up. But Eric Roberts was in 21, like, direct <laughs> to whatever. Direct to something. <laughs> yeah, he just took any role direct in Direct to any Tubi movie. films. <laughs> You yeah. know what? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I think I can agree with Kyle. I agree. I, I agree. That's Gar- Garfield ba- just based on the Zendaya fact that he's was a nominated. close second for me, but her movie resume wasn't quite. Malcolm as good. Marie and Space Jam brought her down. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. John, John, John Cena. If she had been in more of Dune, maybe if Dune Part Two had come out this year, I would have been like Zendaya. Yeah, and she is the 
the newest mononymous person. So you got to respect somebody with one name. Yeah, you're right. Not many people have that nowadays. Aquafina. Uh, <laughs> all right, now it's time for the, the the quintessential, what everybody was here to listen to. <laughs> yeah. It is the top five uh, subjective movies of the year, uh, going guest by guest. Uh, first and foremost, we're going to start with a guest. Guest first, guest choice. Mike, give us your top five of the year. All five. From five to one? Five to one. Okay. I'm not very comfortable with this list. I get it. Okay. I, yeah. get I got it. it down to 10, and I was like pretty pumped. That's okay. And then that's, I forgot to go back. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened to me. I wrote down 11 um, of them, and then yeah. like a month later, I came back, and I was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And uh, it was like a pretty, it was an even mix where I realized five were just like big, uh, your blockbusters, like yep. there's two Marvels in there, there's a Dune French Dispatch, I'm including in that category. And mm-hmm. then the other half were uh, uh, not so much. Okay. But go with go with your your list that is not a famous list. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel. I feel comfortable not including Spider-Man, which I may have gotten the most joy out of. Same. However, the Green Knight. I'll just put that one other. As your number five? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I agree sure. with that. That's my number five as well. Uh, uh, di- divulge a little bit. Why Why Green Knight's on your list? I was also, that was one of those movies where I was waiting for it. Because mm. I think there was a, uh, we were waiting for ba- multiple uh, Dev Patel movies. It was that, and then the David Copperfield movie at the Bob, same time. Yeah, Bobby Eggs, We were right? all pumped. Um, Robert Eggers. Is that Green Knight? No, right. Dave Lowry. No. Dave Lowry, 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 Lowry. Yeah, old man yeah. and the gun, your guy. Yeah. <laughs> old man and the gun. <laughs> uh, God, I fucking love that movie. I have too many smart things to say, but fantastic. There's a couple sequences in there, just alone, that would put it in. If it as a whole didn't make the top ten. Another stub film. I still would have put it in just for, um, there's like a scene halfway through where the, it's, the camera's just rotating mm, for yep. that's all I'll say. And yep. then the end sequence or prior to the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. The very last temptation the, of the Christ cast, moment. The castle yes. the yes. castle sequence yeah. is yeah. also really good. Yeah. 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 I really yeah, I really enjoyed that film. It's definitely Great cast. On my also Sean Harris scares me in most things. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And shout out to uh the long face man from The Witch. Uh yeah, I know his name. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he was in he was also in uh Ralph Enison. My number five is Dune. Okay. I'm putting Dune in because that was the first movie that I saw in theaters again when theaters opened. And I was like, this movie fucking rocks. <laughs> and I had a great time. And I was like, this is why I go to movie theaters. Let's fucking go. Dune rules into Dune. Didn't really matter that it was long-ish. No, uh, it's long. The other personal top five I neglected to do was top five too long movies. <laughs> and... Uh, Dune wouldn't have made that list, but it would have gotten close. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, House of Gucci on that list. Bond was way too fucking long. It was very long. Very long. Oh, my God. Unbelievably long. But uh, we won't get into that. But that's my number five. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, what's your number five? Yeah, what's your number five, Kyle? My number five. I originally only wrote down four. I didn't realize it and put a fifth. <laughs> Great. Um, t- 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 we do top, top four. fours here, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. yeah I just, I think I did it. People might listen to us if we were only a top four podcast. Come back to it. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, I'll say Spider-Man because that's the first time in two years I've been to the movie theater. Okay. That's and to get like a cinematic experience like that, that again was. My number four will have to be Spider-Man as well. It is, uh, it is the most... I don't want to say it's the most entertaining of the Marvel releases of 2021, 
but it was the most cohesive Marvel movie of 2021. It had a beginning, middle, and end. It did what it needed to do in regards to retconning and 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 bringing things over into the Marvel Studios umbrella of things, if you would. It it gave every every generation of Spider-Man fans what they wanted, pending you know the voice of Spider-Man from the animated show, <laughs> um, which was also no, Greg Brady in the Brady. And no Miles Morales, but yeah. and no no meals, but but you know that that'll come later. They yeah, yeah, they yeah. have that already. It's called yeah. the Spider Verse. Yeah. Um. So so that's so that's there, and then. You know Tom Holland, God bless him, but he's only good as Peter Parker, uh, and those those other movies uh, prove that this Ooh, year. I, I do have to. I'm going to join in on that. Yeah, because looking back at those, it's Uncharted, Cherry, and 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 Chaos no, Walking. I saw all of those, and none of them are enjoyable. He's not in, He's not in any other enjoyable movie. Like the only other quasi enjoyable movie that he's in that I can think of. Is is the Lost City of Z, and he's barely in that movie. Yeah, it's, uh, it's either that or the one where uh, everyone almost dies from a tidal wave. Oh, was, uh, or Devil. Uh, no, no, no. I, I take that back. The, the impossible. The, I yeah. take that back. He's good in Devil All the Time. Devil All the Time's under, uh, underappreciated. That, I haven't film. watched it. You know, yeah. that's what oh, thought, you got to check. That that's out. what I thought Chaos Walking was. Is that Devil movie? <laughs> is that Devil All the Time? <laughs> yeah, that movie sucked. Devil All the Time I also mean, has. It was uh, fine. It was fine. It also has Dudley and it also has Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's D- your call. The, Dud- okay. the Dudley yeah. in that movie really fucked me up. Yeah. Just like the Dudley in uh, Buster Scruggs. Yeah, and that Mr. kid. Scrooge. That kid has a freaky face, man. He's top five freaky face. Top five freaky face. Uh, what's your What's your four, Mike? I'll put Coda at four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna think too hard on. I think the the top five, top ten. They're all very, very close to each other. Mm-hmm. I think that. Yeah. yeah that. That was my number one thing this year and not trying to be like film guy top five or top ten or anything and just being like, what made me feel good while mm-hmm. I watched it? And then afterwards, I thought about it a little bit. If a movie stuck with me, that's I gave it a lot of points for sticking with me. Or if a movie like hit me really hard from the beginning, that's the other thing I would give it. And mm-hmm. then if I just didn't really think about it, I would just be like, okay, fine. I'm moving on. <laughs> it doesn't really <laughs> matter to me. That's why I remember my number four is... Uh, Recency bias. I just saw it a couple days ago in theaters. Worst person in the world. That's okay. on my uh, ones I've missed out on list. Same. Yeah. Like yeah. Top it's five honorable mensch. Yeah. It's pretty. Honorable uh, pretty great. There was just like a lot going on, and they do they do it in like chapters too, so it it really makes it kind of episodic in a way that's easy to digest, but like easy to get into. I don't. Uh, it's Kyle. Do you have a four? I do. And now I remember why I didn't put a five because I didn't want to put two Marvel movies in wow. my top five. Too late. <laughs> I've been given no choice. Um, Shang Chi, number that's, four. That's fine. I thought, it, I thought it was better than Spider Man. In some ways, it is. I thought it was very fun. Also, to continue making origin movies, which I understand it must be done, must but be done. very good in yeah. that category. Good origin yeah, story. As far as I guess. And they finally did Kung Fu, like Nick was referring to earlier. Yes, true. Yes, which was much needed and and much appreciated. And and, the, and they retro they retconned Ben Kingsley. Oh, yeah. yeah, fantastic yeah. moments in there. As ben Mandarin Kingsley was so good as Trevor yeah. or whatever yeah. his yeah. name was. I'm Trevor <laughs> and great critter. Yeah, that critter, that critter, the little fluffy thing. Yeah, little little (laughs) thing. One of those critters. A lot to like about Shang-Chi. Was it just like, the the um, ending was just like a clusterfuck of CGI. That was really like the Yeah, yeah. It it was very, you know, for Marvel, down to earth, where, yeah, again, fighting. And then (laughs) you're like, oh, fuck a dragon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to throw in there a good music moment. The, uh, where were they singing? The Eagles? 
Was it Hotel California uh, as their hotel, karaoke yeah, song throughout hotel the movie? Hotel California, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that yeah. was always good. Always oh, appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. karaoke. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, all, all due respect to Hotel California. Uh, my number three, I wanted to put Flea on this list because I have to put a documentary on a top five list every year. However, uh, after I watched Flea first and then I watched this movie after, this movie after blew me away just based on the fact that it was a fly on the wall uh, documentary. And I always, always appreciate fly on the wall documentaries over. And it was scored by Dan Deacon. And it was hmm? not what you expected to be <laughs> until you heard some, some parts of the score. is like, oh, that is Dan Deacon. It is Ascension which is a documentary, Oscar-nominated documentary, about how the Chinese culture tries to rise up from their certain classes. So the best you can be in the blue-collar class, the best you can be in the gray-collar class, the best you can be in the white-collar class, the best you can be in the celebrity elite status. Oh, wow. Very intriguing. I actually Very have a lot of questions about yeah. that, so I, I am going to watch. The, the, doc, the, doc, the doc that I missed that I really want to watch, The Rescue, Yeah, that I haven't seen. You yeah. watched that one. I haven't watched The Rescue Oh, yet. you did not? No. Okay. no. But Ascension. Yeah, okay, I haven't watched. Cool. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched Summer Soul yet. I'm that sure is, I would that love is Summer Soul. Summer Soul, streaming, really, really great. And I haven't seen Attica yet, and I really want to watch Attica. Um, but my that, other personal yeah. top five I didn't say is Goosebumps top five, mm. and Summer Soul was on the Goosebumps top yeah, five. I agree. Uh, with that. The amount of times that it just gave me goosebumps. Ascension. Okay, uh, Mike, you're number three. I'll put Flea in there. Yeah, that's fair. No, it's fair. It's a good movie. When it comes to those films, like animated, and it's too not too real, long. It's, too... it's pretty short too. It's yeah, like, no, it's only an hour. It's hour like forty. 90, it's like ninety-ish. I enjoyed that for that, which uh, I wouldn't say I'm a f- a fan of as far as animation goes. That it could still trap me in the movie. So like, it, it didn't distract me. I wasn't bored with it. Um, yeah, it wasn't like a factor at all. No, we were very sucked in, uh, which it, I appreciate. Same vibes I got with Waltz with Bashir. You know, that same type of vibes of where yeah. it's like... Also, this year was like one animated. of my first favorite foreign films of all time. And right. I still remember like the first time I watched that movie. Yep. Yep. Agree. Uh, Nick 3. I'm doing it. West Side Story. Wow. Let's go. Hate you forever. Steve. Where's my guy? Steve Spiel. Steve Spiel. Uh, me and my 10 closest friends over 75 all saw this in a theater at yep. once. Uh <laughs> Did they just, give a standing ovation? It's just me and like 15 old people in this movie. It was just awesome. I was just, it was the first movie that I've seen. Dune was the only other one that was even close where I, I was like, this is like what movies used to be like, I guess. It just the, yeah. the crane shots yeah, and just like the sequences and everything just so planned out and like yep. the... You could tell how intentional it was, which yeah. it just really it blew me away with just like all of that. Aside from my like problems with the story of you know fucking <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, which is just a dumb story, and we need- dumb story. Ooh. Uh, I'll jump in there because I can't take credit for this. After I saw it, I was talking um, with some folks, and I'll give credit to Bridget and Anna who reminded me. This tale takes place in about 24 hours, which makes it so much weirder. Yes. <laughs> much weirder. Yeah. Over the course of maybe two days. No. Yeah, it's just no. like 15th century teenagers Hilarious. make a lot of problems, make uh-huh. a lot of bad decisions. Oh, great. Teenagers <laughs> in New York in the 60s were sexually promiscuous. Great. That's good, that's good to know. Yeah. She's like, uh, I might have slept with the person that just killed my brother. But you know what? Once you get past that, 
<laughs> Story-wise is not... He was what, trying to kill me first. Story-wise is not really what I'm into. Ansel was just fine, but the rest of the movie just fucking rocks. And, like, I was okay. into the whole time. And Needed more Giancarlo Esposito. That's all I, I know. I, I, just, I just saw it, and I, I was just like... I just I dug it real hard. Kyle. Except for the, uh, you know, the sleeping... Numero trace. Murder, murderer. Dune. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Mank. Oh yeah, that was last this, year. This year's Mank. <laughs> if we're going to me now, right? Yeah, just don't let Kyle talk about doing it all. Nope, you're done. Yeah. We already talked as much I'm as done. we needed to I'm do fine. about doing. We did talk a lot. Yeah, we've, we've 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 talked plenty. We didn't talk about enough. It's my number two. Uh, Power of the Dog, aka Dog Power. Um, <laughs> what First are, time we've said the real <laughs> name of the movie. Yeah, Power of the Damn Dog. Uh, everybody. That's also mine. About. Uh, that's your number two, two, Kyle? Okay. I think it's Power of the Dog because, lack of a better term, it's a strong movie. It's got a great storyline. It's an adapted story, albeit, but it, but the character performances were, were something to stand out for. Specifically, the dynamic between between Benedict Cumberbatch and, and Kirsten Dunst. That dynamic of him tormenting her in the, in the weirdest ways the possible. The piano banjo scene is was close to musical moments for me. That was on the verge <laughs> for me too. I just couldn't consider it because it was so intense. Um, <laughs> yes. And then, and then the, just the fact that it's a modern western. Like I always got love for modern westerns. I always got love for the different take on the western story because it's always been needed of the western genre. And the fact that it was it was the gayest thing possible, but in the best ways possible, of him being obsessed over this dead cowboy, like yeah, Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry stuck with that dude's messed with that dude's head. Shout out the Sam <laughs> the Sam Elliott origin story. Yeah, the Sam happen. Elliott origin story exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what a great film! What a great twist! I really enjoyed the twist. I, I think really... when I I think when I watch it again next week, I, it's going to go higher up my list. Pig. 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 I share my number two is also pig. Yeah. I don't get it. Please, please, please <laughs> talk me off this ledge. Um, you didn't have to like convince me going in. I yeah. thought I knew what I was getting involved with. Yeah. That it was very uh, quiet. Uh, Nicholas Cage searching at. Well, I knew the plot. Um, but it surprised me halfway in at some point. Right. Uh, the only Cage rage that I, I was absolutely worth it was he just screamed at a child and grabbed his bicycle at one point that was that was fantastic <laughs> excellent but besides that the scene where he's talking to the chef in the your food is a gas restaurant yeah that was fantastic and dressing the, him down uh the yeah he broke him down asking him is this what yeah. you want to do with yeah. your life mm-hmm. in scene, your in like the, michelin star yeah. restaurant i assume right and the scene where he prepares a dinner in towards the end of the movie for the other character and his father. Yeah. Um, that was very delightful. Yeah. Okay. Those blew, blew me away. Those uh-huh. two scenes. Those are interesting twists. I'm, I'm going to give it to you guys. I don't know if I preferred those twists, but those were very interesting I just like twists that for it, a movie crea- of that caliber. It, it created like a full world in like a small period of time that you just yeah. didn't really understand, but you were very intrigued by. I mean, I do like that it's like a wild, literal like Portland restaurant yeah, underground right. with yeah. a fight club. <laughs> with the, right. um, there's like oh, yeah, a fight there's club, a fight club in the, Portland, yeah. The front of the house and the back of the house. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like... This is what every who's his, restaurant has who's always his wanted fixer? to do. Who's the guy? Who's this like teenage fixer? I forget who that actor is. Uh, Wolf. Yeah. Alex Wolf is yeah. the, Alex Wolf, who's in who's in Hereditary. Right? And his yeah, yeah, brother yeah. is also in a 
something Na- that came Nate out. Nate Wolf, yeah. Nate Wolf, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two Naked Brothers band. Uh, we've talked about them before. Hey! <laughs> yeah, that was how they got famous on Nickelodeon. Yeah, they're, you don't remember? No! They're the Naked Brothers. <laughs> their parents uh, put them in a Nickelodeon show called the Naked Brothers Band. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. <laughs> and yeah. they both have uh, turned into... Kind okay. of their own actors. Yeah, so they kind congrats, of turned around for guys. themselves. I thought he was good. I thought they was good. I thought Pig, Pig I've already watched. Uh, I have rewatched, and it's just still great. And I just, right. it was my type of movie. I okay. Think. If you guys say so. I don't know. Maybe a rewatch. Kyle, what's your number two? Maybe. Or you said it's Oh, you two. said your number two. What's your number one, Kyle? Kyle, go number one. King Richard. King Rit. Our friend, Richard. I think it was the first, it was the first uh, Oscar movie I watched. Yeah, before it, nominations and all that came out, it's a good quasi-inspiring. Where story. does it stand on like sports biopics for you, Kyle? It's not my favorite on the list, but is there I a better biopic than King Richard? Is the better question? <laughs> I mean, of I course, think. there is a better biopic. Than oh, King I don't Richard. know. You can't say sure. That. Oh, a better sports biopic. Yeah, definitely. What's the better sports <laughs> biopic? Name a sports biopic. Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> better, better. <laughs> I do think I liked it a lot as. In that genre, because yeah, it was a bit different. Like I don't, I can't think off the top of my head. It's not a category I've seen millions of movies on. Where you weren't fer- focused on the athlete, right? Yeah, and given yeah. the athletes, it follows like their childhood were a weird time in their childhood. Yeah, yeah. which I think most others don't start like your no. basketball, football overlords in grade school. Yeah. Yeah, look it, at Space Jam. Starts out when he's six years old. <laughs> it told a pretty That's like a biopic. Right? It told like a pretty comprehensive, like easy to follow, good story yeah. mm-hmm. about the Williams sisters. Kind of one that you didn't really know, I guess. Yeah, if you didn't really know about like, tennis or or the Williams sisters beyond the fact that they were tennis stars, like I didn't know that they didn't play. Uh, they didn't go on like the young pro circuit. Do the full they, junior circuit. Yeah, they didn't yeah. do the juniors or anything Until like that. They just that like match, they just yeah. trained for three years. Like unbelievable stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty wild shit. Yeah. Uh, number one film for you, Mike. Belfast. 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 Right. Belfast. Why Belfast? Oh, I don't know. I did thoroughly enjoy its uh, like chaos and turmoil outer shell in. Uh, what do you want to say? Where it takes place? Yeah, our uh, surroundings, Ireland, Northern Ireland yeah. during Thank the you. Troubles. Um, but uh, filled with all these little uh, nice little moments of like. Was Belfast yeah. better, worse, mm. or the same as Roma? <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer that at this time. Damn! Don't answer that question. Don't answer it's a it's, it's a white privilege. It's bullying. <laughs> He's bullying you. No, it's not. I really want to know. <laughs> I think it's, I haven't seen it. I think it's as. A little bit worse than Bell. Okay. Than Roma. Okay. Uh, Belfast also did have a great musical moment, which gives it points in my rating scale. But yeah. any but movie. Is it revolving around Van Morrison? No, Should we talk right. about Van Morrison? We shouldn't. Okay. No, it had the <laughs> the wake scene at the end is just like awesome. Gotta love an Irish wake. Uh, Nick, you're number one. My number one, uh, black and white as well as Belfast. Come on, come on. Wow. I haven't Wa- seen it. Joaquin so, yeah. and Woody. Uh, and uh, who's the director? What did he do? It's Mike, Mike Mills, Mills. Who, Mike did, Mills. who did Twenty Century Woman and the Beginners. Right, uh, the Beginners. So he just yeah. makes the movie. They just stick with me. Like heartfelt he just, film. He just knows how to tell a story. Yeah. And uh, heartfelt has a lot of like panic moments. Had a lot of has a lot of like just really great. I saw it in theater too, and it was like one of the first five movies that I saw in a theater. Totally overwhelmed me, and I was really uh, really happy. Also, Mike Mills, a uh, local legend. Yeah, is he's California, Northern California, from Berkeley. Hey. Uh, number one film for me, um, I'm surprised it's on nobody's list, well, is Drive it. My Car. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Dr- oh, yeah. you guys got to watch this film. The it Be- is that Beatles doc, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Drive my 
Drive my car to where you belong. Um, Drive My Car is a fantastic character study. That is the only way to best describe this film. Don't watch it for the plot. There, it's a long and trudging <laughs> plot. Like it's it's about it's about character A and character B, finding out how how to get under, how to get beyond that surface layer of professional and personal relationships, and how to define like what your personal relationship means. Uh, outside of a marriage, or what your what your career means to your loved one, what your career means to you, what your career means to the outside world. There, all of that is discussed in this film, um, and then just getting an understanding of who you're interacting with at the same time, like getting to know. So that so the the actor who who takes on uh, the directing role later in life. Um, his wife died. Spoiler alert. Twenty minutes in the fucking <laughs> okay, film. Well, you, we just told you none of us have seen it. It's twenty minutes in. <laughs> okay. If you don't know that already, then you're a fool. Um, but that's the plot of the film. Is like he he has to cope with 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 this loss, and he's coping with this loss the best way he can while staying professional. And then everywhere around him, he's trying to understand the people that he works with professionally on a personal level. Okay. Uh, thoroughly enjoy the film. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I just didn't want to force it on myself, so right. that's why I haven't watched. Well, it. Well, this guy I was just Ryusuke, like, I could just sit down and do it. Yeah, but well, Ryusuke is famous for having these films where they're way long, but there's yeah. a reason why they're way long. Like his number one film is five hours long. Like, take that for what it's worth, but it's a good five hours from what I've been told. <laughs> like, it's a good character. Like, he he's he's a male filmmaker, and he writes the female character to where it doesn't sound like it's coming from a male character at all. And to co- coming from a Japanese culture, that says a lot. A good cigarette movie too. If yes, I, if I know. Great cigarette movie. Love a good cigarette. Yeah, movie. <laughs> like you're taking dra- you're like you're taking time to comprehend what's going on in each scene without question. Okay, well that's the top five for everybody. Uh, everybody, thank you. Good job. I appreciate everybody coming on. Kyle, thank you. Steven, thank you. Mike, thank you. Last thing, we're going to end the podcast with our favorite movie memories of the year. I'll start. I went and saw Nightmare Alley. Haven't mentioned that I've seen it because it didn't really leave an impact on me. <laughs> it didn't leave an impact for anybody. Except for one part of it where, actually three parts of it, where a guy in the third row fell asleep three times and snored during each of those times. And not until the third time, an hour and a half into the movie, did a woman finally stand up and go wake him up. And then he left right. the theater in disgrace. That was my favorite movie memory of the year. Okay. Uh, Steven, what's your favorite movie memory? My favorite movie memory of the year is uh, watching Shang-Chi and then about 20 minutes into the film, uh, a gentleman uh, arriving to the theater in himself and sitting uh, sitting basically in the seat next to me, but you know, having the buffer zone. He takes a seat and immediately pulls out a bag of Chinese food and begins eating it during Shang-Chi, which I felt like very fitting <laughs> in more ways than one for watching a Bay Area uh, Chinese-American film. Did you get any? No, I ain't getting any. I don't want no nasty Chinese food. I want even Panda Express. I don't know where it came from. Kyle? Kyle's dead. Kind of already said it before. No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep. Um, mine's just probably going back to the movie theater this year. Hey, now that's, that's a that's wholesome sentence. That's a good movie memory. A that's a good movie memory. Uh, Mike, you got one. Yeah, I wish. Mine would have been the same as Nick's if I knew what movie it was. But <laughs> there, I, I can say that it was an action movie, and they fell asleep like Ow. during a just gun battle at some point. It's probably it Black fantastic. Widow. <laughs> there, there's um, part of Nightmare Alley where gunshots would go off and I yeah. look back and he would just still be sleeping. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Not loud enough. Um, but I, I will throw it to the various Spider-Mans and the, the audience gasps around me was very uh, the surprises. Yeah. amusing. Okay. That's it. That was a fresh episode. Thank you, everybody, for uh, some reason listening to listening. the entire podcast of this. But we really appreciate it. 
we will be back next month with more content. Hey, now that's an <laughs> ominous statement. Uh, in any case, keep it real and stay rotten. Keep thank, it real. Thank, thank you, Shannon. Thank, thank you, guys. Uh, for the thanks, Kyle. Sixth time on the podcast. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Kyle, thanks for sticking around. And uh, to Alex, good riddance. Hopefully you don't listen to the end of this. As we always say, keep it real. Keep it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you see that he was in a club rapping this after? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs>